Hey, it's Benji from All Good Folks. If you love our music and you want to support Upbeat's amazing community of artists, upgrade to premium today and help us keep creating great new tracks for you.
Can you guys hear me now? Can you guys hear me now? Okay, can you guys hear me now? Put a number one in the chat if you can uh, hear me, and number two if you cannot hear me. Yay! Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to repeat the intro because I, I know <laughs> you guys missed it. Um, I want to say hi to everybody that's here uh, with me uh, in my another one of my streams. And like I said before, when you guys could not hear me, um, today's the one show you do not want to miss. So I see Brotep, Reese Realm, Sundown, Jose, Blood Moon, Morena, uh, JS, welcome, Crazy Boy, welcome to another one of my streams. Uh, thank you very much for being here. And as I said before, um, and I realize you guys cannot hear me, um, today's stream is going to be a little bit different. We're not going to do what we normally do. And I know I ask everybody that I trust my shadow, the shadow of my channel to. I usually ask the moderators to eliminate everything that's trolling or disrespectful or offensive to different groups of people. But today I want to do something different. So if you see somebody trolling or saying disrespectful things, let them be. Today is the one show where we do not have any... Um, rules for the chat room so if we jump into somebody uh let me decide if um i want to address it or not but let's not let them you know give them any attention today let's have them if they want to troll let them troll in peace and let's keep it moving now like i said before monday today is the one show you do not want to miss why is that? Well, today's topic is going to be for some people, not for us, right? But for some people, today's topic might come up as something controversial. And also, I have a special announcement of something I'm going to do as a thank you for all of you guys that have supported me so far. So I will be doing a giveaway today, my first giveaway, because today marks a month of me being here on YouTube. And you guys have supported me through this beautiful and controversial four weeks. So I want to give something back. And I will explain the rules um, to this giveaway. It's something very simple. So don't get it twisted. It's not an iPhone. <laughs> it's something simple. But I just want to show my appreciation for you guys. And as we grow the channel, I will be trying to um, I'll be trying to do something um, bigger and bigger every time. Let's just start small and grow from there. Now, like I said, yes, uh, only yes, I do want all the smoke. Today's topic, it's not necessarily going to be business related. It's going to be more um, social and political. So... I want to start, before I start today's show, because the structure is going to be a little bit different. You guys know I talk a lot, so I'm going to talk a lot, lot today. Um, to be honest with you, um, I've heard some disturbing, weirdo news. 
Okay, you guys know and are familiar with the fact that we have a weirdo sector here on this YouTube streets, right? And we have people, have Brotev says pull up summer. Yeah, definitely. This is pull up summer and if they don't do it on the summer, it's gonna be pull up uh, fall and pull up winter, okay? It's pull up 2021. <laughs> so we have some weirdos today doing a stream um and don't get me wrong no tea no shade right but i believe everybody should have a space here on youtube to do whatever the hell they believe is content now when your content is about just coming after people you don't know especially about somebody that is successful in YouTube, right? That might be something that will make you an official weirdo. What am I saying this? I don't know how many of you guys have come across uh, Mr. Klaus. I had a very brief exchange with him. Um, and for all I can say, you know, in that stream, I believe it's a little bit lost in what he believes is right or not what he believes is right, but more like what he thinks is going to happen in the future. And I'm going to reserve a little bit of my opinions, but some I will say today, um, I'm praying for him. And you guys know, I believe heaven and hell are not real. So I think that should sum it, <laughs> sum it up. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm honestly concerned about his well-being. However, um, he did a stream today in which he was talking about, I don't know how many of you guys know about Creyente. I do not know Creyente, okay? All I know for what I've seen on the chat, He's another one of the the weirdo corner, um, the weirdo shelf of YouTube. So to me, you know, I don't, I really don't care about the weirdos. They make me laugh. I think they're necessary in the ecosystem. But the problem is that <laughs> look, Risa Realm is saying the hood of YouTube. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um. I don't know why to make their point across, they have to come after Christina, okay? Uh, well, I don't know why, okay? Christina is a very successful YouTuber. Like if you compare to anybody else, she has the biggest following. So of course you're gonna go after her. It's like when everybody was going after Conor McGregor because he was the top of the top of the UFC, not now, but like 2015, 2016 Conor McGregor, right? So, <laughs> So I do not know why uh, people like this, this group of weirdos, right? Love to brand people as either Afrocentric or whatever the hell is the opposite or the counterpart of that. But I believe that self-identification is just that. You should not be commenting on people, you know, be simply because they have class, 
which is my opinion on why Christina doesn't call out anybody or disrespects anybody. You know, now it's very crazy to me that it's always these weirdos coming after women. These are grown men, literally grown men. We're not talking about children. These are grown men that can seem to stop talking about a woman they wish they'd been with, but they know really well she will never get with them. It's pathetic. And as a star of the weekend, get your wine, your cocktail, whatever it is you want to get. But to be honest with you, move the fuck on, okay? It, it's really that simple. Like, if you're going to talk about, and I'm like I said, I'm not doing this because, you know, I'm trying to prove a point. I'm doing this simply because I've noticed a pattern. And if you're going to come at somebody, at any of us, at least get the fucking uh, facts right, okay? Like, the majority of things that, Christina do are nothing Afrocentric. And even if they were, who gives a fuck? It's her channel. I have yet to see Christina coming into anyone's channel telling people what to do. Everybody should be entitled to do what they want to do. Even if it's just doing crafts on YouTube, they should be entitled to do so. So why don't people dedicate themselves and their energy to do their own content and create it and entertain people? Or probably maybe that's too difficult for them. And that's why they have to resort to insult a lady that, like I said before, is very successful in YouTube. Move the hell on. Now, <laughs> moving from that, uh, Sundown says... I think he came at me because I call out the Asians torturing dogs in the festival in China. Well, I don't know anything about that. But what I do know is that they need to leave people alone. And like I said, do not come and Xtina simply because you can't be here. Because that, if we're going to boil it down, that's what it is. Um, now, on today's topic... Today, the lie that Latinos have believed. How do I start this? Look, I know we have had a lot of fun talking about snow tips, slow tips, and all kinds of tips that, you know, and, and you guys that, you know, watch us and consume our, com our content here on YouTube know that there's literally two sides to uh, this Latin diaspora in the United States. So you guys have seen it, you know, the the lights, uh, the, the sites have been very, you know, defined in this past, I would say two, three weeks. Um, and everybody has taken a side and some people, you know, uh, has taken a side too. However, um, Blood Moon says, I don't care what anybody says about me on YouTube. It's fun. Blood Moon, I understand that. I mean, I have fun on YouTube. I came on YouTube just to have fun and also share my knowledge with people. The problem is that you can say that behind a moon that is red. 
because you know that we have a lot of weirdos that if you show you were to show your face like I do, for example, and like Christina does, they would come after you and start harassing you all the way back to your childhood. If not, then why you don't share your face? Because you know that this is true. Now, it's fun as long as you're hiding behind an avatar. But when you're, and I, I've expressed and shared the stuff that I have lived through with this no tips. The thing is, like, I really don't give a shit because I'm Puerto Rican. We really don't give a flying fuck. So I have shared the stuff that people have sent me on a daily on my Instagram. If you don't believe me, go watch the the Andrea Ruiz video stream that I did a couple of weeks ago. Now, going back to what I was saying. Now, there's a side of YouTube that has dedicated this past week and a half, I would say, has dedicated themselves to do videos about certain things that seem kind of disturbing. And... To be honest, uh, I know Blood Moon. That, that's not the thing. I, I chose to show my face. And I don't care if I didn't show my face. I love to see my face on YouTube, especially when I talk. And that circle bro, uh, you know, opens up and stuff. So I really don't care about showing my face. I love showing my face. And I plan on even coming up. Now, the thing is, like, we can't deny that weirdos are also here on this YouTube streets. Let's just call it what it is. These are weirdo men that are incels, and obviously the internet has provided an avenue for them to interact with normal people like ourselves. So they will do it in a weird way. Now, back to what I was saying. Um, these people have sold many things like their, their fascination, with Spain, like, you know, their their adoration for the colonial years. And it, it brought a question to my mind that yesterday I realized when I was talking on Radical's live stream that it was time to talk about it, even though I thought about this uh, last week. But I said, you know what? I'm going to let it out because it has to be said. Now, with that being said, if this slow taps and snow taps uh, love Spain so much, you know, my question is, what makes them think that the colonial years have passed? We are still living under colonial years, okay? The ghettos and the barrios and the caserios, you know, show and are living proof that we're still living in colonial times. Now, my question is, why do we have Spaniard-loving slow taps not living the result of what they preach in their respective countries. Because if they love Spain so much, I can 
send everybody to research your governments today and you can literally trace these individuals, the majority of them, back to Spain. And I'm not talking about seven generations ago. Uh, music only is like not from Spain. Spain hasn't ruled Latin America since 1821. Well, music only. That is crazy that you say that because the last time I checked, AMLO's grandpa is from Spain, directly, ex exiled from Spain. So you have a direct Spaniard being the president of Mexico. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you guys research his biography? I think not. Now, I'm going to start talking about my island, right? Something, uh, yeah, uh, that's true. Um, Blow Moon said to Morena that I said not to delete anybody, no matter what they say. It's true, uh, Blow Moon. Thank you for making it known. Um, no, don't delete. Please, anybody, I know you guys, you know, have been very diligent, um, you know, with deleting stuff that I have requested you to delete. But today, just leave it there. Now, thank you, uh, Blow Moon. Now, back to what I was saying. I'm going to start with my country because apparently slow taps, you know, love, absolutely love to misinterpret anything I say about any other country that is not my own. Now, as you can see, music only, which has no name, basically. He's just a music only account, says... But he is Mexican, not Spaniard. I doubt that he identifies as Spaniard. That is the whole concept, you moron. Because you have to gaslight the people that you're oppressing in order to oppress them after they lay their lives for a freedom that they do not possess, which is what happened to the proud Mexican people that fought Spain out of their land and kicked them in the butt. So, of course, he's going to go by Mexican. Are you stupid? Now, let's go back to the topic. In my island, Puerto Rico, we have had the same problem. Supposedly, in 1897, like I explained, Spain, being the losing part, came to, you know... Uh, an agreement with the United States after losing and they decided to give away, give up their territories, their colonies that they were grooming to quote unquote, uh, they were grooming to supposedly let them be independent because according to colonial uh, laws, Supposedly, right, we were not supposed to be left to fend for ourselves after being a colony for so long. So Spain had to establish currency, a constitution, a government, and so and so and so. The same thing happened to the Philippines, to Cuba. All these territories were left behind because we were not a part of the party's treaty. 
that the French hosted for the United States and for Spain, where they agreed on stuff that we, the quote-unquote independent colonies, did not even have a hand or a say in it. Now, it seems very curious to me, and I want to bring this to people's attention, right? If we got rid of Spain and now we, we only have one quote-unquote master, the United States, why do we have all these Spaniards as our governors? If you look at Luis Fortuño, if you look at, you know, Ricky Rosselló, Pedro Rosselló, all of these people are direct Spaniards, meaning that they have no Taino heritage, no African heritage. They came straight from Spain. Their grandfathers or their fathers came directly from Spain, established themselves in Puerto Rico, send their kids. Literally, this is the plan. Send their kids to an American Ivy League uh, college, and then they come back and decide to be a governor all of a sudden or part of politics somehow, either a senator or a representative, and then they go from there. If you look at every single one of these governors in my island, I'm only speaking for Puerto Rico. I'm doing a part two about this in other countries later on. Now, if you study every single one of our politicians, you will realize that there is a reason why we don't, we have not liked any single one of them. And it's because it seems to be that they're being incompetent on purpose. You know, it's, it's so crazy that we have you know, um, people that are incompetent because simply they are incompetent. Now, there's people that are incompetent because they really have a major disregard um, for human life and for quality of life and economics. Now, our governors are consistent only on one thing, and that is the massive disregard for our well-being in Puerto Rico. Now, I see that Blood Moon says, many Spaniards move to Latin America and marry Latinos. That is true, Blood Moon. Now, why they all land in La Fortaleza? Why they all land in politics? Why they can't seem to just integrate into the community because this is what I'm saying. If you trace back everybody, every um, Spaniard that moves to Puerto Rico, and I'm talking about Puerto Rico right now, everybody, every Spaniard that moves to Puerto Rico, if they're not married and they're moving to marry, they will just marry and keep it going. But these people moved to Puerto Rico, already married, and they established themselves there for a reason. And this is, this is what I said about the problem with, and I'm not saying this is you, Blood Moon, okay? But the problem with the slow taps, 
they will always try to say somehow everybody has Spanish lineage, like music only is saying right now, one of the slow taps. I'm not talking about, I have Spanish heritage. I'm 100% sure if, if I do my DNA test, I will have Spanish blood in me. That is not what I'm talking about. We're not talking about racial mixture. We're not talking about colonization uh, by race. We're not talking about how mixed we are. We're not talking about none of those things. We're talking about the ruling class, the establishment of the ruling class. Now, our ruling class is not Latin American. They're not Latinos. They're Hispanotaps. That's what I'm talking about. Our ruling class, somehow, having 700 million Latinos, we cannot find one, two, three, 10, 20 that are simply ruling Latin America for the benefit of Latin America and are from Latin America. I don't care if your ass belongs to Spain and your face belongs to indigenous people and then your hips are from African. I don't care about that. We're all mixed, okay? Latinos are mixed completely. We're gonna have, I would not be surprised if we don't have Asian in us, okay? We have everything. So what I'm saying is why a ruling class seems to never be people from our countries. And I will tell you why. This is my theory, okay? Doesn't have to be true, it's a disclaimer. So like I said, it doesn't have to be necessarily true. Now, when you look at Puerto Rico, and I'm sorry if you guys hear any noises, you guys know uh, my hobby's doing some home improvement here. So, you know, he's going to make some noises. Just ignore him. <laughs> Boy. You guys know that in Puerto Rico, we had um, Pedro Alviso Campos. And one of the things that really um, was disturbing to me is the fact that this was the first black man that graduated with honors from Harvard, yet he was basically erased from there and disgraced as a terrorist till today. However, the real terrorist, Luis Munoz Marin, that sold our island away simply because he was an addict, right? Somehow he became our, our governor, our first Puerto Rican governor, quote unquote Puerto Rican governor. And he was praised while Alviso Campos was tortured. If we go to, I see some people mentioning Che Guevara, music only, music only. Che, what happened to Che Guevara when he tried to fight for Latin America? Every one of these ruling class uh, presidents, governors, 
somehow seem to always drop the ball to their benefit and our disdain. And we keep voting for them. We do not research them. We do not know anything about these people, yet we keep trumping them like they're this amazing group of people. And then we wonder why. Why our countries look like shit? This is it, people. This is the lie we have believed. The lie we have believed is that we're no longer living in colonial times and that we are free, which sadly, in my opinion, we are not. We sadly are not as free as we thought we were. And the minute you do accept this, then we will start moving forward. We can no longer keep romanticizing the very people that are literally putting us through hell, that are destroying our people, are destroying our culture, are gentrifying our nations, giving away our resources for their own monetary gain. And I ask the slow tips, the Hispano tips, the white tips, the Spaniard taps. Why in the actual fuck, if you love Spain so much and you believe that we have to embrace our Spanish side, why then you're not living under the consequences of the Spanish rule? Why I do not see you living under AMLO's rule? Why I do not see you living under the Rosellos and the Pierluisis of life in Puerto Rico? Why you're not living in the barracks with us and the plantations of today, which are the barrios and the caserios, so that you can actually understand what it is, so that you can actually understand what being under Spain and embracing Spain really means. I'll tell you why they don't live in their countries, because they are hypocrites. Because it's easy to love Spain from the commodities of watching it from afar. And this is what the slow taps, the Hispano taps, the Spaniard taps are not telling you. They love Spain from afar. They're European from afar. They love doing all of these things from here. They will never, ever, ever, and I can guarantee you that, they will never move to our countries, work for our countries, help our countries, or rebuild our countries. Why? Because they do not care what they want to do, and they claim I am divisive. But what they really want to do is that they want to take people like me that knows her roots, people like you guys that know where you come from, and divide us because it will benefit them at the end. Or at least they believe it will benefit them because they believe they also form a part of that ruling elite class. It's simply that. 
Because if that was not the truth, they will be rolling up their sleeves and working for the betterment of our people, which they are not. There's a reason why they keep dreaming and jerking off to colonial times. What they will never tell you is that in colonial times, people like myself that look like me used to be stripped of their clothes by these white passing motherfuckers and make us climb palm trees so that we can get fucking coconuts for colonizers. That's what they will not tell you. That's what people like me had to go through when the snow types keep romanticizing Spain. They will never tell you that we had to live in fucking sugarcane plantations under horrible circumstances. They will never tell you that shit. They will never tell you that. And they keep talking about Spain, 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 Spain. It's just all the time romanticizing how they they gutter us. And it's time for us to wake up. And I know I sound like a, like a extremist right now or like apocalyptic, but it's not that. We have to be able to know who's who and stop entertaining bullshit. And that's what it's happening with this morons. Risa Ram said Stockholm Syndrome. You know who also said that, Risa Ram? Residente. He said that even about ourselves. We have Stockholm Syndrome, and it's true. We have fell in love with our oppressor. And that's what these people suffer from. That's what they can't seem to get their eyes from those colonial times because they wish they could oppress people that looks like me. Which is why they don't consider themselves like I do. This, which is why they come after people like Christina, like me, like Broteb, like Radical. That understand that we are African passing, not white passing. That is the problem. That is what's going on. And they keep going and going and going and going because they do not care. Make not mistake, they do not care about you or me. They care about themselves. That same behavior that I explain on a ruling class, that is the same behavior we're having with this slow taps, snow taps, Hispano taps, jerking off to Spain 24 seven. And that is the lie that we have been told for many generations. Oh, racism doesn't exist in Latin America. Oh, you know, you're being divisive if you're bringing this stuff to Latin America. And then you believe that for a second. But then you come here and you expose yourself to Latin America and you realize that these fuckers actually live like this. And they do believe race is something. And they do look at you in a specific way. And like I've said before, trust me, I will bring the receipts. If people think this is not a thing, let me tell you something. Wake up. Latinos can be racist too. And they're being racist today to somebody else. Not me because I'm home. But they're being racist out there. They have been racist to me. And they're racist to other Latinos that look like me or darker. And this is a reality, even though it hurts, 
We have to admit it and accept it. Why? Because of the same problems that we have with the slow taps. Now, now that I have decompressed right, and set some things straight, I'm going to make a quick parenthesis and I'm going to explain today before I let people in because probably I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about or probably I'm mistaken or probably, you know, I'm making this shit up. But like I said to music only, if I'm making this shit up, then tell me who Amlo's grandfather was and why a Spaniard came to Mexico that's compared to Spain. It's not as developed. Like I said, prove me wrong. Bring the receipts, but one condition only. You have to come up and you have to come with facts. If you don't come with facts, I will bid you a good night. If you just come here with your emotions, I will bid you a good night. You can curse. You can say whatever the hell you want. Now come with proof. That's all I'm asking. Come with proof and come the fuck up. If you have balls, if your balls have dropped and you're ready to stand behind what you say, don't do like you did radical yesterday. Don't run like a little bee. Come up here and face this quote unquote insignificant woman with an insignificant following and insignificant topics. If I'm so insignificant, how come none of these snow taps and slow taps that claim that I'm just a dumb person, why can none of them come at me with facts that will shut me up? This is your opportunity to try to shut me up and prove me that I'm wrong. Prove me that you care. Prove me that you're working for Latin America. Prove me that you're not divisive. Now, before I let anybody in, I'm gonna explain our where our special giveaway because I know it's gonna get a little crazy. But our special giveaway, um, and I'm gonna do one today and one at an on a specific on a specified time. But I will give away uh, a fifty dollar gift card to anybody that you know. Um, I choose randomly eventually. Even the slow taps can participate. <laughs> I'm not that petty. <laughs> the only thing you have to do, and I'm going to put the rules of the giveaway in the description below. The only thing you have to do um, is follow my channel, follow me on Instagram, and tag three friends on today's thumbnail. Again, follow me here on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram. I will put my Instagram channel, my Instagram account, I'm sorry, on the screen. Follow me on Instagram. I posted today's thumbnail. That's my Instagram. I posted today's thumbnail. And on that thumbnail, press like and tag three friends. Once you do that, you're in. I will select somebody and announce it next Thursday, okay? We have one week. This is just a little token of appreciation for all of you guys' support, even the slow tips, the trolls. 
thank you very much for the views. You know, I'm very excited for this. So like I said, I'm giving a $50 gift card. I'm going to do it uh, later on. I don't know when, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it again, but not now. But like I said, um, unfortunately, because I have to send this gift card to somebody, you will have to be a real person. Okay. If you're a troll, unfortunately, if you don't have any name that you can give me, like on the side, I'm not going to put you on blast. I cannot, um, you know, send you the gift card, but you know, all you have to do is like I said, follow me on YouTube, follow me on Instagram, like today's thumbnail and tag three friends. And that is it. And I will select somebody Thursday and reach out to the person so I can send the gift card. Now, without any further ado, I'm going to add uh, the link. If you want to come here and you disagree with me and you think I'm a crazy lady, a crazy cat lady that doesn't know what she's talking about, you know, you can come here and set it straight, you know, and I'm going to allow you to come here one at a time. Okay. So. I can understand everybody because I know some of you guys get a little crazy and talk over each other. If you don't have any disagreements, because I know a lot of people love to talk to me, I appreciate the love. But today, I just want to hear from people that disagree with me or believe I'm crazy or that I don't know what I'm talking about. Those are the ones that I want to talk about. I, I mean, talk about today. So if you don't have a disagreement, please uh save it for monday and we will still i still love you and i hope you still love me today is just for people that believe that i am wrong okay i already put the link um like i said if you guys want to uh join me and prove me wrong this is the time i'm gonna uh do a quick intermission while the slow taps in the background actually figure out if they want to come up here and, you know, say what they got to say. So if you have to go to the bathroom, grab that nice cocktail, get the popcorn going, you know, do whatever you have to do. I'm going to give you 10 minutes. If I don't see any slow taps coming on, then I will close the chapter as the one stream that slow tips could not handle. Now, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna go away. I'm gonna go away for five minutes. I'm gonna give you an intermission, take a break, uh, do whatever you have to do, and then I'll be back in five minutes. Okay. Now, if you guys have questions for the slow tips, you could also um, put them in the chat room. And I will definitely ask those questions to the slow taps. So I'll be back. It's 4.46 where I'm at. I'll be back at 4.51. 4.52 to give me some time. I need to also get something to drink. And it will give the slow taps some time to actually figure out if they want to come here.
Well, I'm back from the intermission. I hope you guys have got your snacks, your cocktail, your wine, your beer, anything that you need. Um, I see one person here that apparently has a disagreement, Guillermo Escobar. Uh, Guillermo, please uh, come up. Um, I don't have to, um, you don't have to be on the screen, but I have to see who I'm talking to. <clears throat> now, uh, while Guillermo gets his stuff together, um, like I said, I did not see any other uh, person wanting to disagree, but I see 11 people here. So please like and subscribe. If you have, uh, mm, I'm not turning my cam. Guillermo says, I'm not turning my cam on, LOL. I have 300 YouTube subs. I have been on your show before. Yeah, you have been on my show before, but that picture that you have, I really don't appreciate that. So at least change it to a different picture. Um, and I will not air that. Like I said, you don't have to uh, be necessarily on the YouTube. However, you have to show me who you are. Now, he said, fine. Okay. Change at least the picture and I'll let you in. So while Guillermo gets his stuff together, like I said, um, <laughs> Blood Moon says, Guillermo may be white. Tell him to show his face. I don't know, Guillermo, but so far, the one time that he was here, Blood Moon, at least he was respectful. So I'll give him that one. Now, hi, Guillermo. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Um, yeah, just wanted to tune in, drop on by, kind of just offer Hispanista kind of like, you know, worldview for you guys, for anybody that's kind of interested in kind of what we're about, what we believe in, all that kind uh, of stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Today's show is about disagreements with what I stated, not to collect Hispanistas. Well, right, but my, my point is is that you're against um, you know, a lot of what the Hispanistas are about. So I thought we could like clear a lot of stuff up. Okay. But. What do you think I'm against with the Hispanistas? Let's start from there. What do I disagree? I mean, there's a lot of different Hispanistas and we have differing viewpoints, but I mean you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I was told I should come on this show because you were saying that Spain still rules Latin America and that most of the elites are Spaniards. Am I summing this up correctly or am I, is this like incorrect? You got the general idea. Okay. Yes. So what's your disagreement with that? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Latin America for the most part outside of places like Cuba, Nicaragua, um, outside of places like that, um, it's owned completely by the U S these are vassal states. <laughs> Spain has no control over this. It's pretty much the American empire running the show. So you basically are saying that, um, Luis Fortuño, Pedro Rosselló, Ricky Rosselló, these people are basically Yankees from America. They're not from Spain. I mean, it's just, it's decisively the, the situation that's going on. I mean, it, most of these Latin American companies are de facto vassal states of the American no, I, empire. No, I did not say the, the companies because I'm going to explain something. Before the companies, there's a, the elite is, is composed of two different groups. One group brings the money and the other group does 
uh, rule with the power. And these two groups are what makes the elite. They exchange power money as they see fit, either for more power or for more money. It's one of the two. Now, when you have an elite ruling class that's ruling you, even ruling the companies, I can give money to the ruling class so that as a company, I can get benefits. So either way, if the companies are American, uh, they're still under the rule of the Spanish uh, rulers of Latin America. Well, see, that's so, where we fundamentally disagree on the power dynamics here. You're kind of insinuating that the Spanish elites of Latin America have the upper hand when it comes to, you know, companies like what the United Fruit Company or just the American government in general in terms of like the CIA, uh, the State Department, Depart you know, all of these things. That's not how I see it. My point is I am under the belief and there's a lot of good uh, evidence to show circumstantially that most Latin American countries are completely dominated by um, the American government, by multinational corporations. And most of these elites of Latin America are people that are heavily trying to mimic the already white elite that exists in America. And these are hyper-liberal people. These are people promoting things like gay marriage. These are uh, people promoting things like transsexuality for children. These are the sorts of agendas that the white elites in America push onto our people. And we see this being accepted through all the stuff that they're trying, you know, all the ways that they have in order to influence us, either through academia, through the media, through um, things like multinational corporations like Amazon and Netflix, for example. This is how they flex on us um, when they're not just using straight up hard power. So I can give you another example. When they're not using soft power on us, they're using things like hard power. So what do I mean by this? So in Bolivia, for example, when the indigenous people of Bolivia elected the patriot Evo Morales, who was trying to liberate his people, the Bolivian people from the clutches of capitalism and American finance, uh, you know, the CIA did a straight up coup in which they took out Evo Morales and they put in a different woman instead. And AOC from, you know, from New York City, who everyone claims she's this Latinx star. Well, she supported this coup. She was against this idea of Evo Morales, and, you know, an accomplished indigenous leader ruling over Bolivia um, over someone who was just approved by the CIA. So that's what I mean. The American government has a time honored tradition of um, if they can't use soft power of taking out rulers that they don't like, of just straight up doing military interventions, uh, funding paramilitary groups like, you know, in Colombia, for example, where I'm from, uh, when people want to organize, for example, they have a Coca-Cola factory in Colombia, right? And whenever they try to organize like through union stuff and they try to unionize these factories, Coca-Cola literally hires death squads in Colombia to murder people in their sleep who want to get higher wages for Colombians or to have health insurance and just better living standards. So the American empire, they're the ones that essentially run the show with the exception of a few countries like Cuba. And that's basically how it goes. These, these elites who you call Spanish, they're not Spanish. And then these people are just puppets at the end of the day. And they know that they're puppets. Now, okay. This is the thing. What you're basically stating is that I'm talking about world domination. I'm talking about our people. The people that are allowing the United States in, whether it's through corporations or oppression or nothing, and are not defending our front, because with 700 million people, you might think that our military and all the resources and money influx that we produce in Latin America, you would think that we will have a better uh, defense organization than the United States of America. However, well, we're not united. We don't. No, no, hold on. Now we don't. 
Because I let you talk. Don't overtalk me. Now, with that being said, you basically are saying that I said, which I didn't, that the ruling class is trying to oppress the Americans and they are ruling the Americans. That's not what I said. I said they're ruling us, the common folk, everyone that's underneath them in Latin America, our people in Latin America, not the corporations, not the United States. These people dine with the United States ruling class because they're all the ruling class. Or what do you think the United Nations stand for? I mean, the United this, Nations. These people, these people, these people have do backdoor deals on how they're going to feed off of your misery and mine. That's what I'm talking about. Let's focus back on Latin America because it's very easy to derail ourselves with what America's doing, blah, blah, blah. But somebody's opening the door. Unless you're a territory like Puerto Rico or Guam, then yeah, I can say, yeah, the United States can have a little bit of saying, which I believe don't, but that's another story. However, in other countries that are supposed to be republics, that are supposed to be independent, that are supposed to be autonomous, then why do we have a ruling class that is allowing another ruling and elite class to come in and destabilize? What do they get out of there? Have you guys ever questioned yourselves why our governments are allowing this? What moves them or what they gain from it? That's a very good question, Denise. And, you know, this is what my answer would be. Um, these independent republics that formed after breaking off from Spain, uh, these were founded on the ideals of liberalism. These were, you know, Creoles who completely looked up to men like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, uh, Hamilton, people like that. Um, and, and that's kind of like, like all of this inequality and everything that we're experiencing now, it's all baked into the cake of liberalism. Liberalism does not allow for true autonomy. Uh, liberalism and democracy in general creates a situation where you just have people in a million different factions and the elites can divide up, you know, how everyone, however they want. And, you know, these people thrive off of a situation where you can just have, you know, give people the idea that they're actually have a, a, you know, a choice of who they can vote for. But then in reality, there's a handful of selected candidates who you can choose from every election cycle. And it's for the most part, you know, multi-million and multi-billionaires. Uh, both from inside the country and outside that um, decide who gets all the funding and who's going to actually be a serious candidate. And in the very rare situations, like I stated before, where someone genuine and authentic comes that wants to change the country and gets voted by the people, like Evo Morales, they just literally do a CIA coup and take them out of power. Or for example, if someone successfully does a revolution like Che Guevara or Fidel Castro, which God bless them, I love Cuba, I love, uh, I love those men. Um, whenever they do a successful revolution, they attempt to destroy places like Cuba. Like the American government has done several uh, bombing raids on Cuba after the revolution. They did the Bay of Pigs, which financed a lot of Cubans to try and take over the island again so that gangsters like Meyer Lansky could run Cuba. They tried to assassinate Fidel Castro over 600 different times. The thing is, is that when you try to break off from the American empire, they run all of these gay ops on you 24 seven and, and they also sanction your country and put an embargo on you so that you can't actually trade and have access to all these uh, important resources. The fact Guillermo, that, Guillermo, yeah. um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you're going back to uh, what we agreed on that 
America is not the problem. The problem is that we have a wolf in sheep's clothing. So what's wrong with Fidel Castro? How is he a wolf? No, I'm not. Let's not touch Fidel on YouTube. <laughs> Why not? I mean, it's a good example. No, that's a real I, I, leader who then represents then you his can, people. Then you, can, then you can do it um, on your channel. Now, <laughs> on this one, let's just stick to the topic of today. We're talking about why would, if you're part of a ruling class of a country, your duty, or at least your job, if you're going to be good at it, will be defend that country and make it prosper. That's what a ruler is supposed to do. However, it's a costume in Latin America to somehow make a profit from destroying the country, allowing a a foreign country to come in and destabilize it in any way they want. They do it through the DEA, they do it through the CIA, they do it through corporations. However, unless you're part of that nation where Bolivia, Colombia, Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Honduras, none of these places are part of the United States. I don't remember the state of Honduras. Okay, they are their own republic. They are their own country. Therefore, they're supposed to have their own defense, their own commerce, their own government, their own constitution, right? Now, why would a ruler or a president or a governor would allow willingly a foreign country to come in to cause destabilization? That's what I'm trying to say. And why many, I don't know about you because I really do not follow your message, but why many slow taps do not understand that if they love the colonial rule that they love so much, why they do not accept that we're still living under the colonial rule because we're at the mercy of the ruling class. However, why they do not live the colonial dream they sell other people yeah i mean look i'm gonna say this whether you think new spain was good whether you think it was bad whether you think it was somewhere in between in which there was both good and bad that's really beside the point the the real the fact of the matter that is important the real meat and potatoes of the issue is the fact that um we we essentially bought into this idea of the democracy uh specifically our elites that broke off from Spain they decided that um Latin America will, should not be united it should just be a million different countries while allowing America to be one united country with like almost you know the entirety of North America on its own being its own feder- federation so these people made the choice consciously the elites of Latin America at the time who broke off from Spain to divide this the Spanish speaking world and to make it very vulnerable to the rest of you know to North America to the Monroe doctrine so um, it doesn't matter whether you like New Spain or not the fact of the matter is is that um, our liberal elites decided they wanted to try and copy what the Americans were doing because they thought it would be cool to do so and Americans, as a result, now me, now we're allowing ourselves you. to be let me, let me interrupt you so America led itself, uh, let itself all the time, uh, other countries like Russia and North Korea to come here and destabilize America. That's what you're trying to tell me. 
because that's what America is doing to Latin America. If you're saying that our rulers, our elite and ruling class is copying the American way, then why they seem to copy the military or the defense department? Don't well, you think that's a coincidence? No, I'm telling if they you this have, is by design they have, that they are copying what America does design, because we live under America. But, but they have not copied that. Not not completely, but the general no, idea not. is there. Is my but, point. No, but 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 this is the thing. American Latin America has been around longer. Why we can't seem to copy that part? Do you think? Have you guys thought? Hey, this might be intentional because it's been how, like. Let's be honest. How long does it take to actually form a defense system? It doesn't take that long. In twenty years, you can form this. You can make it happen. So it's like I said, it's been hundreds of years. Now, all of a sudden, we seem to can't catch a break. And then what our ruling class does is blame the United States. Oh, they're the monster. Or they're the evil. Oh, they're so bad. But in reality, they're doing backdoor deals and laughing at us. And what worries me is that we keep seeing America, Latin America, being gentrified, exploited. Our people are dying. Our people are, are going crazy, running out of Latin America. Our countries are underdeveloped. Our education system is trash. And our defense system is also trash. Now, it worries me when I see people that still love colonial life, but do not seem to live the colonial life to actually say, hey, I like it or not. Because if you like colonial life, there's nothing wrong with it, but go live it. This sure. is not a colony. Go live the colonial life in our countries. Why you think uh, you guys that love the, the you know, Hispanidad and, you know, love their affiliation to Spain, why you guys do not leave the colonial life? So that you guys can actually have that that romancing relationship that you know you guys sell to others on the internet. So I'm not really um, trying to sell people this romantic ideal of of Hispaniad. I'm just telling you the reality, and this is something that men like, Me for too. example, who I who I really believe in, like Che Guevara. Che Guevara believed that Latin America needed to have. Uh, revolutions all throughout, you know, the entirety of the Spanish-speaking world, socialist ones, so that uh, they could no longer be under th uh, the thumb of Yankee imperialism. And I, I still agree to this very much so. This is what we need. We need revolutions in order to break off from America. We need to be united as a pan-Spanish-speaking empire, in my opinion. And I don't think empires are necessarily just by default good or bad. There's actually many different types of empires by nature. You have some that are strictly focused on, for example, just exploiting resources. You have some that are actually interested in doing other things like the Roman Empire, which was not just entirely exploitative. Uh, um, no, 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 no. Huh. What? <laughs> name me, name me one empire in the world that has been benevolent. That somehow, someone, somewhere is not suffering the consequences of that empire. Name me that one empire that did not make other people die, suffer, or starve. 
Every single regime on earth is going to make certain people suffer no, no, just no. from the nature the, the, of it. You're but not as, answering the no, question. No, I am, I am, I am. No, which, but the USSR which empire? is an which empire, empire that I would argue heavily benefited the Russian people. That's a direct example. And I can Are keep you going being into, serious? Yes. The USSR. For Are all, you being serious? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> Do you know what the USSR did to the Russian people that had to flee? The ones that could. Yes, Do I'm a history know, major. I'm a, I'm aware. I'm then, aware of how then, the USSR Then you operates. know that the USSR is not does not qualify for what I ask you. Because the well, USSR no, because this is your subjective opinion. The USSR. The U, no, no, it's not subjective. <laughs> this is data. It's like I said, bring the proof that the USSR did not starve Russian people, that the USSR did not kill Russian people. That USSR, the USSR protected Slavic people and Russian people from all over the empire, from Nazi Germany, from, from literal Nazis, like trying to destroy their entire race and who they are. Yes. As also, the USSR suppressed Russian people, starved Russian people and killed Russian every people. country, every government on earth suppresses that's people, not what I treats ask them you. badly. Look, look, that's how look, all governments that, are. Name me Guillermo, one government that doesn't Guillermo, oppress Guillermo, people. Guillermo, that's not what I ask you. I ask you, which empire, because you claim that there's some empires that are benevolent. The I'm not saying benevolent. Empire, I'm just saying overall the concept, they're better for the people. The concept of an empire, which is what I'm saying, we need to stop romanticizing this concept because at some point is going to cost us more than the benefit they give us. If you have to give some of your freedoms in order for you to have stability, then how free you really are. So it's like I said, what is the problem with the slow taps or the snow taps or the Hispano taps when we're trying to say and point out like I said, if you love your colonial dream, why you don't go live it? What well, I literally is the can't. Answer? If I moved, if I moved, to, for example, if I want to live out you know, my Hispanista dream and I move and I move to Cuba, um, there's a blockade against Cuba. There is CIA gay ops twenty four seven there. There's the United States is literally not allowing them to like trade with other countries. Like this is a problem. Like you can't. We can't do this because we don't have an established empire set up. My goal is to create a new Hispanic empire, one that is going to right a lot of the wrongs of the previous one, one that's going to be more equitable and fair for all Spanish speakers, and one that's going to protect the rights and the and generally protect the power of the Spanish-speaking world against other uh, powers on earth, be it the American empire, be it the Russian empire, be it the Chinese empire. We need to be united because guess what? China's getting stronger every day. Russia's getting stronger every day. America's getting weaker, but do we want to be in a world where a million different countries and Russia and China are the ones ruling the world? That's my point. Uh, I think we're already living in it. That's just my opinion. Though. And do you like it? Do you enjoy that that China and Russia are like way more powerful than we're ever going to be and we're irrelevant compared to those countries? Look, the fact that I have a channel that promotes uh, prosperity in Latin America while informing people of what's happening in Latin America live tells you that I want Latinos to actually rise up and monetary financially and re be resourceful, sustainable, and have a dog in the fight. The problem is that we're not listening to what is being taught. There's a lot of 
is panistas. Like I said, I'm not talking necessarily about you because I honestly have not listened to your message. But okay. a lot of is panistas that I have heard are just focused on choking on BBC, hating on African Americans, and just trying to make it look like you know Spanish Spaniards were like this amazing group of people. We have to go back to Spain and jerking off to Spain twenty four seven. And yeah, I don't agree with time, that. I mean, I think I meantime, think hating black people is wrong. I think that's really dumb. Black people are irrelevant to me. I don't really. It's not like something I think about at really ever. And um, regarding Spain, it's like you know. I understand that in the past they had they played an important role in the foundations of our country, but at the same time, we are our own thing from them at this point. And you know, my attitude on Spain is this: I believe in creating a Spanish uh, an empire around Spanish-speaking people all over the world, but I think it's primarily going to be um, you know places like Mexico that are going to be the strongest places of this empire that I'm pushing for. And I think if Spain wants to join us, that's up to them. But we shouldn't expect their help. It, it is what it is if they do want to help us. But at the end of the day, Latin Americans are kind of on our own here, in my opinion, unless Spain decides that they want to quit trying to copy the French. That's my opinion on the matter. Um, I think Latin America right now, it's under Spain, which is what I'm saying in this stream. Because I'm going to take, like I said, I'm going to make part two, part three, and part four of this. But in part one, I'm focusing on Puerto Rico. On part two, I'm going to focus on another country to try to prove my point. Why? Because probably I like being annoying. But in part one, have you researched the ruling class of Puerto Rico? I mean, Puerto are you Rico familiar? has... Are you familiar with it? I have some familiarity with Puerto Rico. Okay, um, I know where that do they, they were taken. From? I know where that they, they were from? overtaken in, by the U.S. empire. And then um, they played a heavy role in terms of like providing troops for America in World War II. I know that a lot of Puerto Rican nationalists were heavily oppressed by the American government. And there was even a point in Puerto Rican history under America where having a Puerto Rican flag in your own house was banned under the law and this could get, send you to prison there. So yeah, mm, I that's sympathize. That's the gaglo. But however, <laughs> you miss, you miss, yeah, it's called the gaglo, literally. In the 1940s, it was called the Ley de Mordaza. You will be sent home. I mean, you will be sent to prison for 10 years if you've spoken any ill against the United States or display the Puerto Rican flag anywhere, in, even inside your home. Exactly, yeah. Now, now um, we're not even... Uh, do you know how we came to be uh, under, completely under the thumb of the United States? I mean, that would be like a four-hour lecture I can do, and you're free nope, to watch my video series simple. on YouTube, but it's, it's, it's very simple. Why don't you explain. Ha okay. We used to have a dilemma or a discussion because of the uprisings that were happening in Puerto Rico after the war, where we saw that we sent more soldiers than the state of New York. So, unfortunately, we had a Puerto Rican quote-unquote Puerto Rican um, um, Presidente del Senado, a Senate president, that had a gambling addiction, an opioid addiction, and an alcohol addiction. These things led him to create ginormous debts in different hotels, casinos, bars. Now, if you research the, the documents that 
the FBI released in 2001, you can tell that the FBA, FBI, I'm sorry, was doing surveillance on Luis Muñoz Marin, which was the current president of the Senate of Puerto Rico, because they knew his intentions of running for governorship. So they wanted to find dirt on him. Why? Because they needed a Puerto Rican governor, according to colonial laws, to willingly sign Puerto Rico away so that they could impose things like you know, uh, the constitution that we now have, Operation Bootstrap, the 936 law, and all the bonistas that we have in all this, uh, our commerce basically was going to be restructured solely for the benefit of the United States, leaving our politicians with only the bonistas to actually uh, make a profit. And that's the only way that Puerto Ricans can make commerce. Now, with that being said, when they followed Luis Munoz Marin and they did surveillance, they discovered that he had this problem. And what they did is that they funded his campaign. That's why he won, because then he went to people that were extremely poor and started buying their votes, either giving them a pair of shoes or giving them food or giving them uh, any sort of goods that they could use in the very humble conditions that they were living in. And they were so fascinated by his help that came funded from the United States that they decided to vote for him and make him the Puerto Rican governor. That at the same time, the federal government made him sign away Puerto Rico and our commerce. And the little bit of autonomy that we had was signed away because this man did not want his addictions and his debt to be aired out. So he was extortioned into sign Puerto Rico away. And like I said, if people do not know this, because I know this is not publicly known and it's not taught in schools, uh, you can go research the... FBI released documents from 2001 and go on all of this surveillance and you will find it. If you want me to send you the proof, I have over 500 documents uh, and I can send you this to your email. You just have to shoot me an email and I will send you all everything I have. Now, with that being said, till today, you look at the heritage of all of our governors and somehow they seem to be Spaniards ruling us. Like and what I mean by Spain? that, people from Spain come here. Or people what do you mean? from Spain, basically, this is the this is the mo. They come directly from Spain, establish residence in Puerto Rico, send their kids to an Ivy League school in the United States, and that kid comes back and becomes a politician. That's it. It's really that simple. I mean, we can pick out lots of different ethnic groups too. I mean, Lebanese no, 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 have been no, no, doing no, no. similar no, no, no. things to this in Latin America. We no, Germans no, no, no. have been doing stuff like this. We can Again. fixate on any group that we really want to. But the mm. point is, is that these countries are under the thumb of the U.S. empire. The U.S. empire is forcing these countries, essentially using hard American power to be plundered and raped by, by the American system. And... Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree that our, the elites of these countries, like places like Puerto Rico or like Colombia or like, uh, you know, like Guatemala or like uh, Mexico, these are all ruled by people that are completely under America's rule. They're America's bitches. But 
Um, it doesn't to me. It doesn't matter whether that person's brown, whether they're black, whether they're Spanish. That's not that what doesn't I'm matter. saying. That, I don't but care that's what not, they're but white that's not or what I'm black. saying. Look, look their look. skin color doesn't this matter. Is the thing. This is the thing, Guillermo. I know the confusion comes from a lot of people. Uh, and myself included, because we're fighting for black and brown unity here in the United States. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is that Spain still owns a piece of the pie. I don't know if, if I'm making myself clear. That's why they willingly open the door for their friends, the United States. This is not coincidences that happen. This is not that Latin America is poor. This is not that Latin America cannot prosper. I believe we have the capacity to be an elite uh, group of nations. However, our ruling class has made it to the point where they open the door for their friends to come. Hey, you know what? I have all of these things here in my country. Come take them as long as you give me 10%. Yeah, that's we don't, we don't that's what they have. That. That's that's the way they make money. It's a willingly it's willingly letting these people in. So in reality, is America the bad guy? No, at the end of the day, it is ultimately our own faults and our own elites' faults. We agree there. There's no disagreement here, but but it still doesn't change the fact that like America is very much under empire. The fact that, see, we need to understand the power relations between us and America. Like, why is America able to do this to us is the question that we need to be asking ourselves. And it is because we're a million different countries. There are like 50 different states all united. But what do you think, Latin? Do you think Latin America would get bullied around the way America does now if we were all one united, like, confederation? I don't think they would. In fact, you know, look at Puerto Rico, for example, and how it's worked economically for most of its history in which it's been around, um, in which it's been Spanish speaking primarily, right? Um, this is not a country with a lot of resources. How is Cuba supposed to, or now not Cuba, how is Puerto Rico, no, how is Puerto Rico supposed to be completely self-sufficient? This is not, this is an island. Islands what? only have so many resources that you can utilize. That's, when you're, that's when you're, that's when you're mistaken. Hold on. I'm not. Puerto Rico. No, you are. I, I will tell you why. <laughs> compared to Mexico or Colombia? No, I'm not compared. Uh, okay. We can't compare countries because if we're going to compare Mexico to Singapore, Singapore is superior. You know, it, it, it doesn't prove anything. We have to compare Puerto Rico to Puerto Rico 100 years ago. Okay. We're talking about a 100-mile island compared to Mexico. Mexico is like a huge nation. We can compare it to that. We have to compare it to a similar island and see how Puerto Rico is prospering. Now, when it comes to resources, Puerto Rico has nickel, uh, petroleum, and things that have not been explored. On top of that, we do have the manufacture and the agriculture to be self-sufficient. The problem is that you're not familiar with the manufacturing laws that the United States impose on us every time we try to enforce this and actually make the island prosper. That is the problem. On top of that, they have made us dependent on only American ships, even though American ships are the most expensive ones through that Jones Act. Mm -hmm. Yes, so, you're, so, you're describing so it's how not an exploitative not, empire operates, which so it's I agree. Not, so basically, it's not that we're not self-sufficient. It's that we're the slaves of this nation because we we're agree. still a colony. Now, now, the problem is, like I said, I do not believe we need to 
unite Caribbean, Central, and South America all together. I believe we should be three different empires if we're going to talk about empires. Okay, well, we I can work have... with that. Three, we can start with three. Yeah, you know what? I can work. I with think that. that's, that's the most fine. productive. Now, I believe we can come together to the table like the United Nations do when we need help and it's something extreme. Now, for functioning, uh, for being functional, we need to Caribbean Latinos be one thing, Central Americans and Mexicans need to be one thing. And I, I want to I wanna even push it further and make them just one big nation. And then South America should be their own thing because it's the only way they can help each other prosper. You're going because in when, the right direction. I completely, I mean, I'm not 100% there, but I, I like the direction you're going in. I think that's a lot better than what we have now. Is what of I course, because if you think about it, look at this. The way we have this uh, whole Latin America concept has allowed us to not watch closely and not know each other to the point where, you know, a lot of Latinos like myself included, we, we have not even heard from Uruguay in decades or Paraguay in decades. We don't know shit about them. We don't know where their community is based here in the United States. We don't know what they're going through. We don't know how their currency is going. We don't know if they had natural disasters. We don't know anything because sadly they don't even make the news. Now, if you ask your Uruguay about Paraguay, they probably know each other because by proximity, they're close to each other. Now, even though in Colombia they might not know, or in Puerto Rico or Cuba or the Dominican Republic they might not know, they will know most certainly in Uruguay, like I said, and vice versa. So we need to start making these alliances intelligently and intentionally, which is why I, I'm, I'm shocked that actually, you know, you're the first dude, the first person from this Hispano side that actually I can have a conversation with and it's bringing facts. I, I really commend you for that. Now, I'm going to let Brotip in. He uh, came in with his Thanos. <laughs> so, Brotip, what's up? What's going on? Everything's good, good. Yeah, You're talking yeah. to Guillermo, uh, the first Hispano uh, from the Hispano side that I can actually have a conversation with. Okay. All now, right. what do you think about this whole lie that Latinos have believed that you know we're free and we? You know, <laughs> what do, yeah, what do you think about it? I don't know if if, um, if anyone in the chat room has ever has ever had the peculiar dream, right, where it's a nightmare, and then you're like, oh, thank God I woke up, but you're still in the dream, and then you just dreamt that you woke up, but you're still in the nightmare. So that's pretty much what that's like. You guys like to believe that you're sovereign, that, you know, you're no longer under the rule of colonial powers. Meanwhile, I mean, I didn't even know what you what you brought up before, that most of these ruling classes are basically, you know, uh, they might as well be Germans. No, I have. We have one German in Puerto Rico. It's called Tomas. No, I'm not even joking. He's called Tomas Rivera Schatz. I'm not even making this wow. shut up. And he was. Wow. He has been in the Senate for decades, and has been the president of the Senate for a long ass time. And he's a full grown German slash Puerto Rican, uh, ruling over us. 
I'll, I'll bring what? up his picture so you can see him. Hold on one second. And you guys tell job. me, you guys tell me if we need or not uh, better education for our people. Wow, that's a mind job. Um, so basically, basically, you had you have a bunch of people who they're under the assumption that they're ruling themselves. They're they're, they're an autonomous people. You know, things are just hard right now. Eventually, it'll get better. But meanwhile, the wizards behind the curtain are still the guys that you thought you kicked out. Holy mm -hmm. mother. That is what's Holy going mother. on. And that's that's what I've been saying, you know, for the longest time. And a lot of people do not believe me. I'm gonna I'm gonna show it to you. I'm gonna share the screen so you guys can see that I'm not making the shit up. Our ruling class is not even uh, Latino. They're, they are Latino passing because they have like a wishy-washy. I don't know if you guys can see it. But oh, nice mustache too. Nice this mustache. Dude, this dude has been in office for the longest time and people keep voting for Tomas Rivera Chats. You know what we need? Wow. We need well, a we black need. trans woman instead. That's what's really going to help out. <laughs> we Puerto actually Rico. have one, but she did not make it to the presidency of the Senate. Yeah. And she just won because people started revolting when they realized what happened now with all this ruling class. We're getting fed up. I don't know if you guys saw the 2019 revolt in Puerto Rico. We're really yeah. getting fed up of these assholes. And yeah. Uh no, I, I don't think I... the mustache, the look. <laughs> you guys, you guys jump to your own conclusions, okay? <laughs> so, some of the some of the terms that I'm hearing from you, Guillermo, uh, are are rather uh, wouldn't say alarming, but you know, eyebrow raising. And what way? Early, earlier, 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 you said something like gay ops, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, and now you just asked. Uh, for us to have a gay black trans woman or something like that it's a joke my point is, is I, I know, whoever, I know. No, 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 let me explain my point is, mm -hmm. is whoever's in charge if they're a u.s puppet it doesn't matter what race they are they're going to be a u.s puppet at the end of the day that was my only point right. right but the the language is language that i've seen used i didn't hear i don't hear it anywhere else except from the what do you call them the conservative trolls who who, who basically oppose I'll be because right I'm, back, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll from be that. Right yeah, back. yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm basically from many spheres of YouTube, right? Okay. And one of, one of the spheres of YouTube I'm involved in, or with with which I'm involved. You're Dominican, right? Can... That's what you do. Am I what? You're Dominican. You're like a Dominican YouTuber, right? No, I'm not Dominican. Oh, Why? my bad. Why? I had you mistaken for someone else. No, I'm not Dominican. I'm Haitian. Okay. Oh, okay. Got you. Yeah. One of the spheres uh, with which I'm involved on YouTube is the race realist, you know, uh, based, you know what I mean? No, oh, uh, this guy's based, that kind of sphere. Oh, those and I hear, I hear, people? yeah, yeah, I know what you're no, talking I about. No, I mean, you could call them trashy, but you're using their exact language, and that they're was kind of like, they're, they're gay. I don't like them. <laughs> All right. Okay. If, if you say so, it was, it was kind of weird. It was kind of weird because you, you kind of trolled us there with the, oh, let's get a black trans woman or whatever because that's that's the usual detraction i hear when for example we have an entire movie network or or tv network it's nothing but white people and then suddenly there's okay one black 
character in there. And then they're like, why is there a black character? That character used to be white. Why are we suddenly changing them? And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, relax. I'm aware yeah, of these basic bitch conservative arguments. I just don't give a shit okay. if there's a black person on Netflix. That doesn't bother me. Okay. All right. But uh, so let me ask you something. What What do you think of the the power structure that's keeping keeping uh, South America and Central America down and divided? I'm back. So you're referring to the North American empire or America, and I think it needs to be destroyed. Death to America. That's my position on this topic. Well, I mean, I, I'm not sure we want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I will. Death to America. Fuck America. But America well, is not the, but, the, but this is the problem. That's the narrative that our ruling class usually has adopted to not be held accountable for the shit they do. Well, yeah, people look at opinion polls and they say things that are popular. It doesn't mean that they're going to necessarily do the right thing. It's just people but, know but, what the people want to hear. But why you have, uh, okay, I'm going to try to explain this in rice and beans, right? If, let's say I have a company. Well, I'm starving. <laughs> now, if, let's say, for example, I have a company and in that company, my employees are deciding to unionize. Right, unionize and demand shit from me that I do not want to pay. Right, and then I hire goons to kill them. Yeah, and the goons are just mercenaries for sale, and they come in and they kill the people and they go away back to another job. Is the mercenaries the bad guys or is me? I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't think no, we really but, fundamentally disagree, Denise, on anything. No, but but, but look at but look at this. Are the mercenaries the bad guys, or is it me that they not wanted to pay? Right, people? but I'm not in this scenario that you're trying to utilize. I'm not trying to point the blame on the mercenaries. I understand that they're a tool of the people in charge. But that's what you're saying when you say this to America. Because no, I'm America, talking about the government. The government's no, got to go. It's evil. It promotes homosexuality all over the world. It has to go. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I'm a big supporter of the LGBTQ plus community, and I have friends and I love them. So please, let's not even insult them today. Um, yep. Now, same like, here. Same here. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I do not want to, you know, promote that. And like I said, that's white supremacy. Any, like that, it's forcing that is not. I don't believe. I do not that's believe the that their their sexual orientation has anything to do with white supremacy. I think they're just deciding freely to love who they want to love. Right, right. Now, I'm sure it's not AstroTurf. I'm sure Amazon, Netflix, all these multinational corporations, they're mm -hmm. not promoting all of this woke shit for they're not they're not doing it. It just, just happened organically for no reason. Yeah, but what does that have to do with the actual gay people who just want to live their lives? I'm not against any gay person that wants to live their life, but I'm not trying to normalize and make this something that is a pressing issue. There are people in Latin America that are starving to death, that are dying from death squads. Um, gay marriage isn't on my top list of things that fucking matter, to be quite okay, frank with you. Okay, thank you. Then, yeah, then, let's, yeah, then, but then, then why are you mentioning it? Yeah, then let's Because the U.S. empire is pushing that shit on us as the number one thing to worry about. The That's US why I dislike empire, America. The U.S. empire, as you name it, uh, is actually trying to destroy gay families. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay. That's why yeah. they are protesting. I don't know if you are familiar with Stonewall. Are you familiar with Stonewall? 
Oh, explain it to me, please. Stonewall was actually the uprising of this community. It's what created this community. It's why they have their marshes and, you know, their parades. Why do you think the LGBTQ plus community has a parade? Do you think they do it because they want to just put glitter on their asses? We actually have the documents. The U.S. No, 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 let me, no, 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 let me explain something to you since we're talking about this. The reason why they have these parades is because at some point, not too far ago, we're talking 15, 12 years ago, and still today, we had people killing, butchering, persecuting this community, and they're still being persecuted today. Why do you think we had to pass a law to actually allow them to marry. They're being persecuted. Is America sanctions countries that doesn't follow like their thing? Like this is a literal thing that Obama started in which he started putting sanctions on African countries that want to be traditional and religious and have actual autonomy. Obama went and put sanctions on these countries because they weren't going with the new world order that he was promoting. This is right. what I'm talking over, about. Has over there. Okay. So you're basically saying that the countries that mm. killed with machetes and dismember people that are from the gay community. I'm not promoting killing you anybody. You think that for that is okay? You think no, no, that's no, no, of okay. course not. Of course not. But at the same time, we don't need to normalize and pretend that we should allow these people. We have like they're to an normalize. actual family. No, no, unit. we have to no. normalize. And I will explain you why. No, do you like believe two dudes the, no, let me ask you. Like let you me ask you. Three dudes who adopt a kid? Like, come on. No, nobody hold on. Hold on. But I mean, if it's a kid, this is, this is my thing. Uh, if they want to create an extra kid, no. If they want to adopt a kid that was abandoned and mistreated from the bullshit heterosexuals do, and they want to fix that problem for us, of course I fucking support them. Because gay people adopt the kids that we heterosexuals make and leave to fend for themselves. They clean yeah. up our mess. Yeah. That's what they are doing. That's why I support the gay, uh, the gays adopting our kids because we are not taking care of them and they want to love these kids and raise these kids and they should have the right to do so. The good part about gay okay. people adopting children, right, is that the system right now makes them go through all these extra hoops. So you can be damn sure if a gay family adopts a kid, that family is financially, really financially stable. That family doesn't have too many skeletons in the closet, right? In, in terms of crime and whatever. They go okay. through a lot of hoops. They go through a lot of hoops. Why are, wow. See, this is such a dumb thing. Like, we're like our countries are under siege by America, and we're arguing about whether like gay people should be allowed to adopt children. This is why I fucking hate America. You, this is an idea that up. America has put in our fucking, Well, because America's pushing this retarded shit on us that we really should not be worried about. This is not a pressing issue. We have a hundred million more important things. Okay. What's the number one thing the embassy wants to promote in our countries? It's the fucking gay and transgender shit. When that's not important, it just isn't. There are way more pressing issues. Okay. I'm not saying gay should be oppressed, but at the same time we have shit like economic equality oh, okay i get that i get that now let me ask you something um do you believe that gay people should be able to go to the courthouse courthouse and marry i mean marriage is an institution in my opinion that needs to promote actual like having children like you you can't have a society that doesn't have children that doesn't produce more kids. Okay. And no, I don't okay. Think, no, no, I don't support gay marriage. That's just okay. my short answer. Okay, then as long as people like yourself, unfortunately, right, 
as long as people are yourselves, as yourselves feel entitled to have a say in what other people do with the lives they have been granted by birth, they will have to continue to push the agenda you don't like to see. I don't because, care if two gay dudes want because, to open the bed no, together. Hold on, That's not hold my on. problem. But hold on, Guillermo. Because the problem is that I don't believe gay people want you to love them. They don't need your love to mm -hmm. actually exist. I believe that they want to live their lives in peace and love each other. Now, exactly. the problem they can is, do that. No one's stopping them from living together and butt exactly. No one's stopping because, it. But because well, look, yeah. look at your language, though. It's so it's so aggressive. <laughs> and and uh, I have a million I mean? more things that are pressing. Like right now in Colombia, where you know, where we have more important shit than just that. Like we have riots that are killing people. We have people that are going missing. We have FARC going to war with Venezuela. We have the Sinaloa right. cartel that's involved in all this shit. Right. Sorry right. that. Isn't on the top of my fucking list here, bro. I, I, I hear you. So save the aggression for those particular problems. Well, I'm mad that she's promoting, I you know, bourgeois ideas of the American Empire. You know, look at what Che Guevara had to say on this topic. Look what Fidel Castro had to say on these sorts of things. Like these, these are bourgeois ideas that elite white liberals push on us as pet issues, so that they don't have to focus on shit that actually matters. That's the point I'm trying to make, bro. Up. Okay. Denise, uh, hey, good evening, um, everyone. Hi, going? Klaus. How are you? Klaus, what's good. going on? Good, good, good. Now, if, if homosexual men wanted to just love each other and, and leave us alone, why? what happened to the cake controversy? Why Why was a baker essentially almost sued into oblivion for refusing to bake? Oh, he was sued, and he went to the Supreme, Supreme but, but Court. Let me, but let me hear what he said. What was your question, Klaus? Guillermo put it perfectly. So you said that gay men want to leave the heterosexual community alone you know if this thing even is they want to be left alone i said they want to be left alone okay you said that so why did this case happen i think it was in colorado where a, where a christian baker yeah that, that was some time ago and that was resolved though right why are we bringing that up well that was how resolved. was it resolved bro Tem that's an that's an example uh, that's an example of of gay men not leaving uh, us alone they literally okay hold on hold on hold on everybody klaus and guillermo i understand your sentiment and you're entitled to feel any way you want now for every case that you bring here there's millions of first there's millions of peoples in the community okay like just in our community there's fucked up people mentally in their community, there's people that are fucked up mentally. Just the same way we do butchery and massacre and you have fathers killing their own children or raping them, the same way you have gay people going through shit and doing crazy stuff because we're people at the end of the day. Now, for every case that you guys bring, I can bring you, what about the case when the heterosexual dude in Orlando killed over 30 people that were members of the gay community that were just dancing at a nightclub simply because he's homophobic. Yeah, we're not promoting mass shootings. That's exactly. Not what we're about. It was a mass shooting and it was what, three, four, five years ago? Can we keep bringing? Because I have more data on this. Data now, on what? I mean, it doesn't matter. On heterosexual hate on homosexuals. Now, we're not here at a war. What I'm saying is everybody should be entitled to live their lives. Look at how we all disagree on our views. However, I don't have to go to your house and shoot you. Well, you here's the thing. If we're talking you about don't the have to call, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't over talk me. 
I don't have to come, you don't have to come to my house to shoot me. We can, we're all supposed to coexist. Okay, but here's the thing. America has a policy of destroying Middle Eastern countries where homosexual, homosexuality is outlawed. Then they bring in these refugees here. And then these refugees see how decadent America is. And they do things like a mass shooting. That's not my fault. I'm just telling you how it happened. That's why the nightclub happened, because America has a schizophrenic foreign policy of destroying Middle Eastern countries that want to do their own thing. And then they invite them to come here as refugees. And then they do this sort of stuff. This is just, it's not because America is promoting anti-LGBT crap, like, because no, that's not true. It's just that they are schizophrenic. They do all these things that result in these sorts of horrible scenarios occurring mm -hmm. when had they not destroyed the Middle East and destroyed places like Latin America, okay, okay, you wouldn't have okay. stuff like I this can say that I can say that about all the other attacks, this attack precisely was a hate crime precisely because the kid wanted to kill people from the gay community and he said it himself. Yes, I know. America so, is, so and his dad have, was from the Taliban in have, Afghanistan where it's have, normal to kill gay people. It doesn't have anything to do with what you're saying. It has nothing to do with his hate. dad coming from the Taliban in Afghanistan in which it's normal to kill gay people. Exactly. It's okay, not, it's, okay, it, sure. it, it doesn't have anything to do with that. What I'm I'll saying let the is audience like, decide that. Again, what I'm saying is you're saying that because America destabilized their countries, which is true, that he decided to go into this club and do a mass shooting. And I'm saying to you that he decided to do this simply because of his homophobia. Well, this now, is uh, this is that, how the Islamic faith views gay people. That's like, I don't know what to again, tell you. Do you have again. a problem with Islam? Is your problem? Yeah, you with Islam? That's not what stuff. I said. Okay, let's go back to the subject. Because so you want to rant I, about Islam, basically? Okay. You want to talk about how liberal it is? No, you're putting words in my mouth, and like I said, if you do it again, I will beat you. A good night. So, like I said, stick to the facts, and let's discuss the facts. Now, let's go back to what we were talking about, which is the lie that Latinos have believed, which is the seldom, the, the sellout mentality that we're free and we have all of this empire at our disposal, which is not true in my personal opinion. Now, Klaus, welcome to my channel. What is your opinion you. on this topic? Can you repeat the, the, the topic again? I, I didn't the quite lie, get it. This is a top, the topic of today is basically the lie that Latinos have believed that we are not in colonial times and we are free. When in reality, I started with Puerto Rico because I'm doing a part two and a part three and a part four about different countries in Latin America that are not ruled by Latinos, are ruled by Europeans, mainly from Spain. Now, my question is, if pro-Hispanos love the colonial life, why they don't go and live it with us in Latin America? Okay, you were like on a roll until you said that they were, <laughs> Hispano America was being run by like Spaniards, what? You, you mean today? And I know, Klaus. Uh, Okay. okay, you guys need proof. Okay, no, 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 no. Keep, before, keep talking. No, keep no, talking. Be, yeah, okay, sure. So, before we get to that, I don't think either Guillermo or I have ever claimed that we're free and autonomous and we get to make our own decisions. I mean, his, his Hispano American history is just a long list of proving that assertion wrong. Oh, uh, Klaus, ever, before you continue, where are you from? I'm Colombian. Okay, continue. Right. And, and I think Guillermo is a lot more versed 
in this sort of topic to, to explain it better, but he can certainly tell you about the, the, the concept of the banana republic and why it started, how the U.S. is very linked with the United uh, so with how Colombia is linked with the United States to the point where it's almost like a de facto puppet state. Yep. We can talk about Chinese and Russian control of Venezuela and how the Chinese are expanding their, their imperial, like, I guess you could call it imperial ambitions. And, and who's South opening America. the door? Who's opening the door for them? Do you think we criti we don't criticize these people? No, 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 no. No, look what I ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'll, 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 I'll answer the question. I'll answer it's Kirojo elites. No, hold on, hold on, Klaus. I will I'm begging you guys. When I ask a question, please answer the question. Now, who do you think it's opening the door for these other countries? to come to our countries and destabilize and take what they want. Who Criojo is doing this? Elites. Criojo elites. So I answered your question, right? But the thing is that I need to give you context before I answer my questions. And, and I, because we get into several issues if we don't, right? So you would call them Spanish. I would call them Criollos. And I guess what you're trying to say is that they're sellouts because they're selling out to Spain or, or whatever. I'm not sure what the argument is, but this is this is not an exclusively Hispano thing. No, there not are, at all. There are a bunch of leaders in Africa who are also equally selling themselves out to initially it was the US. And then when it was back around in, in those times, it was the Soviet Union. And nowadays you have African leaders who are black and African and have ancestry in Africa stretching back generations. North African selling, too. Sorry? I said North African too, not and just even, the Sub-Saharans. Okay, fair enough. You have all these countries around Africa selling their countries out to China, and some are selling them out to the EU. Some are selling, are selling them out to the U.S. Right. So if you if from that you're going to make a point that it's because the Spanish are doing this, and and, and it's the white the quote unquote white Hispanics who are at the root cause of this, well, you'd have to look at Africa and see that no, it's it's got little to do with. That's not what I'm hierarchy. talking about. Look, okay, I just Klaus. wanted to make that clear. Okay. No, but look at this, Klaus. That's the problem that I have with guys from your side of YouTube. When we bring a topic, you know, we're not comparing ourselves to other countries because we know that humankind in general is grimy. <laughs> this is not up for discussion. You're grimy, I'm grimy, Brotep's grimy, uh, Guillermo is grimy. Everybody has the capacity to be. You know, we have a desire for power. Even if we go by your Bible and the, the notion that God exists, if you look at the beginning and the origins of life, it was the thirst and the griminess and the thirst for power that drove Eve to want it to become like God, right? So that explains, that should explain the basis of human nature. So bringing up Africa basically reinforces my point. Africa opened the door for many things, which is why I personally believe and blame Africa for the look down on the black race that we have today in the West. I was just talking with my fiance on our way home today about this. Is Africa's fault that black people are perceived the way they are and they the world in the west have placed such a low value in black lives and black people and black skin and black culture because they did not declare war 
when their people were being enslaved and brutalized. So they basically told the world with their inaction, you can do whatever the fuck you want with these people because they're worthless. Now, you guys are bringing, you know, um, the whole notion of Africa when I'm talking about Latin America. And like I said, let's skip it in Latin America because we have to fix us. Africa needs to fix themselves. Now, let's bring it to Latin America. Now, you guys said that, you said, Klaus, that we're not being ruled. We're being ruled by criollos. If I may ask, what is a criollo to you? What's the definition of a criollo to you? A criollo is a hispano with mostly Spanish ancestry. We can actually trace their origins back to Iberia. And Indian nobility, too, I think it's important to add. There are also, exactly. So an exa uh, a prime example of a criollo elite would be the one of, the, one of my ex-presidents, which would be, uh, what's his name? Uh, Santos, uh, Juan, Juan Manuel Santos. Mm -hmm. So he was, you can, he can trace his lineage back to colonial days. He, I think, he's been part of the Bogota elite for the longest time. His grandfather, I think, was a, was a president. His father ran or still runs El Tiempo, which is one of the big newspapers. Was that the one that was also the great grandkid or the grandkid of the the Obispo? Uh, what was his name? Oh my God, I forgot. Continue, continue. Anyway. But but yeah, so he would be considered part of the Colombian elite. Um, now, you said mostly Spain. Now, what a Criollo is mixed with? Indian nobility as well. So a lot of these people, so whenever the, the elite class for the most part, and there were a lot of immigrants that came afterwards, including like Lebanese ones too, that are in the elite now and from Italy too, but the original elites of Latin America primarily. So we can use like Mexico as an example, uh, just so you guys can under like, just imagine with your brain. So when a lot of these Indians were integrated into the Spanish empire, what the Spaniards would do is they would they would encourage these Indian nobility members from these pre-existing kingdoms that existed, like the Mexicas, for example, to marry into the Spanish royal family and infuse them together. So these people would be a unique mix of, I guess, Indi like you know, like Aztec nobility, Spanish nobility, and uh, many of these people actually even moved to Spain and are still a part of the royal family to this day that are mestizos. Okay, so basically, a criollo is somebody that has some heritage and roots still in the country, right? Right, from like very royal roots from the Indians. Okay, now I want you guys, since Klaus was saying that, I don't know if you guys can see, this is the president of Mexico, right? You guys can see it? Yeah, I see. Yep. yep. Okay. I see it. I see um, it. For example, if we go to <laughs> the current president of Mexico, and I'm just I'm just quoting Wikipedia. You guys know that Wikipedia is not an accurate source of information. But if you think about it, let's go to his ancestry. He was born from Andres Lopez Ramon. Right? And his maternal grandfather arrived was a career a cantabrian who arrived as an exile to mexico from ampuero spain yeah. now mm -hmm. what i'm talking about is that his abuelo was an exile from spain now yeah. do you really think that the mexican hard-working people that pride themselves in being free 
because they fought for this freedom. Do you really think that they have vetted this person to run for office? Denise, properly? let me explain this real quickly. So when no, most no, people, hold like, on, this is really important, really important. Please, no, no, you need no, to, I think no, 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 no. This is what we're not going to do because this is the thing. I don't want to long out answers to go back but to it's imperial times. Please. But this is the thing. Get to the point. Okay, Fast. most mestizos were not created under New Spain. They were. It was actually during the republics when a lot of immigrants from Europe started coming in. And I can use myself as an example of this. So, for example, my great-grandparents were immigrants from Andalusia, from South Spain, came to Colombia. They had 10 kids, nine of whom were girls. One of those girls married a very rich Muisica Indian from Bogota, Colombia. And that was my grandfather. And then that created my grandmother, who's a mestiza. And then eventually that led to me. Most mestizos were created this way. So that's how a lot of people in general in Latin America treat their roots from uh, Spanish immigrants that were from the 1800s and 1900s and 1700s yeah, but you're talking, too. You're talking about AMLO's kid. You will be basically talking about several generations removed. And also that justifies why you are a Hispano which is why I'm trying to speak to the people in the audience from the beginning that unfortunately, probably not you, but there's several like yourself that believe you're Hispano. And it, I'm trying to explain to people why you guys call yourselves Hispano. And it's because as the elites that have sold us to everywhere around the world to come and get from our purse, our money, our bread, you guys also believe that you are Hispanos. So you share that with them. I don't your know if you guys follow me. Your definition of Hispano is mistaken. No, That's I'm not defining confused. I'm not defining Hispano. I'm not defining Hispano. I did not say I'm defining Hispano. I'm talking about ideals. I'm not talking about definitions. Now it's well, like I said, it I understand now why you guys call yourselves Hispanos. And we call ourselves Latinos. I mean, I use the two terms interchangeably. I don't really care if you call me Latino or Hispano. Like I, I consider it to be sort of the same thing. When, if if people correct me if I'm wrong, but when you came <clears> in here, you were trying to recruit people for your Hispanidad. You can call it Hispanidad. You can call it Pan Latin Americanism. It doesn't mm, matter. To me. I care about the end result. Uh, I care Guillermo, about the end result. Guillermo, that's not what you mentioned when you entered. Yes, here. I prefer the word Hispanic, but that's not a big deal. Like when I hear when my mom you, or if, my, if someone to me says Latino, I, and they ask me if I'm Latino, I, I say yeah, of course. Like I know what they mean, and they know what I mean. And we most people I know in my day to day life use Hispanic and Latino interchangeably. What do you think, bro? Tip. Man, I don't even have an opinion. <laughs> All right, so Denise, I think let me let me try to restate what you what you asked or whatever. So you're saying that you know Billy and I we call them call ourselves Hispanos, right? Come again? So him and I we consider ourselves Hispanos, right? I believe that Guillermo has stated that he considers himself Hispano. And yeah, I do. Sure, and, and I, I do. I do. do. Okay, I do. Okay, yes. then you guys right. do. Okay. Okay, and. And, and then what you say next is, but the people selling us out are also Hispano. So am I saying that correctly? Mm, no, I said you align no. yourselves with them because you consider yourself 
Hispano. So I understand now why you guys put that separation between when we say Latinos and you guys are Hispanos. I understand now where the separation comes from. Uh, I, I kind of feel like you don't. That's where we have to. Okay, let, let me let me rewind. The no, I, I feel like you you don't you are not the one that understands. I understand you completely, and I accept you the way you are, and no, I do no, not no, want no, to don't, change don't, you. Don't give me now, this condescending bullshit. No, Look, it's here. not condescending at all. That's the problem with people. When people disagree and wants to force you guys to think differently, that's when we're infringing other people's rights. Now, I'm accepting that you guys are Hispano, and I believe you guys should thrive in your Hispanidad. How, and I do not want to change it. However, we cannot be hypocrites and call it what not what is not. You guys are not pro-Latino because you're pro-Hispano. And you guys I want to support tell anyone me. who calls himself Hispanic or Latino. It's not a big deal to me. I don't care if a random Mexican says he's Latino. Like I get it, and I'm on the same page as him if he that, says that, that he wants to help Latinos. That's not what but Denise you have is the saying. Same, but do you have the same interest though? Because you believe that you know you will open reopen the door to Spain, the one that killed so what many. What do you mean people? reopen the door? What, what does that mean? That's well, what you she mentioned exactly. you mentioned before. You mentioned before. You weren't here, Klaus, but he mentioned before that if Spain wanted to join us, then they will have to come and join us. I don't think that's the sentiment that people that fought for their freedom and their ancestors were killed. Like, for example, my mm. example. I don't think I will honor Aguaybana and Brotep will honor. Anacaona by opening the door to Spain that were the ones that killed well, them. Well, Brotep is people have never been under Spain. So no offense to Brotep. This really isn't his thing. It's not that important to him. Uh, but my point is, yeah, the, but, but the parallel experience. Killed, one, sec, one second, Denise. The parallel experience exists because I have the counterpart for France. So let's not say. not the same thing. Sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So I would never welcome or I would never be agreeable to welcoming France back to haiti neither would i i don't like the french either <laughs> no 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 no. I, I mean i mean what what she's i mean are you purposefully trying to not get what i'm saying no i legitimately do not like the french i'm just saying no 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 no. this has nothing to do with the french i'm no, talking yeah, exactly. about the, the, the comparative the the comparison that she was trying to make the, you purposely uh, trying to not see it I france and haiti are n not the same as spain and, and colonial america it's not the That's same what, relationship sorry like barely <laughs> Barely. Okay, and like, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that the Haitians uh, got rid of the French. By the way, like, I'm totally cool with that. I'm glad you guys did it. Congrats on that. Um, yeah, it's just we don't have the same relationship with Spain that you well, do well, with the French. Can, can you? Can you? Um, can you uh, give me the difference? Like, uh, you know, the the difference between them. The difference is the French be, be, were between, between the two relationships. The French were far more interested in economically exploiting these sorts of people. They had no real interest in actually integrating uh, other people like slaves into the actual like empires that they were in. The French were just being just extremely brutal and harsh and were setting up a situation where a lot of these slaves were just had extremely short lifespans. And I'm glad they rose up with the Polish farmers that were in Haiti and got rid of all the French people. I'm totally cool with that. Congrats, guys. It's one good thing Haiti. It, it, it was Polish soldiers, and um, we didn't really have help doing that shit. That's that's some shit that we were sold heroes in that shit. But okay, well, uh, and, and, and no, no, no disrespect to the Polish. They did, they did lend a little bit of a, a helping hand later on when, when um, you know, with, with soldiery. But the whole thing is what yeah, what we're Polish trying. Is, yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is, how can how can you not see that there's a parallel between two colonial powers? This is like saying that because um, imperialism in itself is exactly the same. That's like saying no. I, I didn't say that. Hold on, hold on. That's, I, I like, saying, say that. that's like saying USSR. It's like saying America and Rome are all the same because they were empires. No, no empires have you, different natures. No, you're 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 taking my my explanation um, by by about the thirty percent point, and then you're filling in the rest for me. I didn't say that. I didn't well, say tell that. Me where, tell me where I got it wrong so we can, you know, easily chart yeah, out. You're, you're, you're over talking to me. And I'm not even being long winded. You're just kind of like cutting me off. You know what I mean? Well, it's so, not intentional. Don't worry. Just tell me what you mean. Look, here's the thing I'm not saying that, the, that all colonial powers are the same, but it seems to me that what happened in uh, Central America, the Caribbean, and things like that, the colonial powers that were involved, they kind of. Uh, um, the, they didn't do completely the same thing to every single people they they oppressed, but there are parallels there. No, someone needs to mute. I think it's the new guy that came in. Hey, Jose, I think I think you have um some feedback coming. Jose, you have some feedback. I'm gonna mute you until it's time to um talk. Okay. Look, if we're gonna and and what and what I was asking you, hold on, hold on, Guillermo, Guillermo, yeah, and what I was asking you was what the difference, what the difference was in the treatment and all that stuff, and because I'm looking for information, it's not like I'm an expert or anything. It's just I wanted to know what the what the difference was. God, of course. So, so if we're looking at something like, for example, um, the way like a country like Mexico or Colombia sort of integrated like African slaves, for example, compared to the U.S. antebellum South. It's a world of difference. Not saying it's right either way. I don't think slavery um, is something that's good, but I think you know trying to emulate something off of Rome or slavery is more temporary. And then you you know these people are given a chance to be free men after X amount of years, and then you know marry into the into the race and become a part of the overall empire is a much better situation than you're a slave. Your family's always going to be slaves. Your kids are slaves, and then you're just constantly in the cycle of just more and more slave children. I think that's horrific. Now, obviously, okay, so, so, I don't so, so which was what? Anymore, hold, hold on. So, which was what? So, the the Roman system was implemented on South America, and then the in other some ways, was... yeah, not in South America okay. in general, because Brazil was actually extremely brutal to slaves. Uh, the Portuguese were different, kind of, in how they handled things for the most part compared to Spain. Okay, so antebellum America and and Brazil and um and I, the I would Caribbean guess, like, under the Anglo, uh, yeah, yeah, like you know, uh, you, you know, uh, Trinidad, Tobago. Yep. Uh, brutal, brutal. Those sugar right. canes, the average so, lifespan was less than 10 years. Yeah. So so basically that was the opposite of the Roman system. So you're saying that you um Latinos, you you were under a different slavery. Precisely in most of the uh of what occurred in New Spain, yes. It was different, it was more modeled after Rome, and this I think led to better results for everybody in the long term than having just a system where you're a black slave, your children are going to be black slaves. Even if they look blonde hair with blue eyes in the South, doesn't matter. Your parents are slaves, you're still a black slave. Like that's stupid. And it's it's just cruel and it's oppressive. And yeah, America has the problems that it does with black Americans because they were treated like animals for centuries. You know, oh, you treat people like animals, they're so, gonna not turn so out. So let me well. ask okay, you so, something. So, let me but let me ask you um, give me one second. No, 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 go, 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 Denise. Uh, let me ask you something, Guillermo. Um, do you think we should uh in South America, because I did not heard you saying anything about Brazil, do you think uh we should kick Brazil out? 
Well, Brazil is interesting. I mean, they're kind of, they've always kind of been their own thing. Like they even, I think if I could be wrong, but I think even the Portuguese monarchy at one point was even centered in Brazil, which is interesting. But yeah, yep. the Brazilian experience was a lot different with the Portuguese than it is with the Spanish and Hispanic people in Latin America. But do you think we should boot them from our movement? I mean, I'm not against them uh, being in like a uh, important like block unified unified with us because I mean they're a very strong military power. They have tons of numbers. Um, they're cool people. Just generally speaking, I have lots of Brazilian friends. No, I'm not against it at all. Spain, Brazil, come join the party if you want. That's my. Okay, but, hey, my, but, my, hey, but Haitians can't. I don't care if Haitians want to be um, like. I actually, I'm going to actually be a little unpopular here in that. I do think Dominicans and Haitians should have more respect for one another. And I think that they shouldn't be fighting. And I think that there can, you know, they don't have to all like have mass immigration from Haiti to the DR, but I think they can come to an understanding. And I think that's better for everybody on the island. So, but, but it doesn't, hold on, hold on, Klaus. But it doesn't answer quite the question that I asked. So if Brazil can't join us in Latin America, however, you have an answer. Can Haitians be considered also part of the club? Because Again, I'm, I'm talking I'm, about an economic union, catching, a kind of economic catching, and military union. I'm catching a, a sentiment Fitness. here where I do not <laughs> understand why then, because you said that the excuse wasn't economic back then. The excuse was when you said to Brotep that they were under the French colonization. Now, yeah. if we go to Brazil, they were under the Portuguese colonization. Right. So they will also be, they, they're better off joining the Haitians since we don't, according to you, of course, because I don't consider that, I don't consider them different, but according to you, since they're different, then why don't we let Brazil and Haiti be their own thing? And why is it easier than to claim Brazilians but not Haitians? I'm not claiming Brazilians. No, 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 no. I'm not claiming Brazilians. I'm, I'm, nobody, not, claim, I'm not claiming you Haitians. You see how it's crazy. No, no, no. no, no, it's, no, a no. it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It was a joke. Oh my God. Can I answer this oh, question? Okay. I'm actually going to differ from what Billy said and say yes. Uh, Brazil. Is not part of Hispano America. I don't think Brazil just, is either. I'm just saying but, if they want to help form an economic block with us against America, sure, I would, sure, sure, sure. That's all I'm saying. Fine, that, but that's a, exactly. But I would absolutely not consider Brazilians Hispanic. Exactly, same because here. They don't, I wouldn't either. They don't speak Spanish, so they are not quote unquote our people. They are a cousin people to Precisely. us. Precisely, right? Because they share some, uh, some the same religion. Really, their language is quite similar to ours. Right. And I and I would personally say that there are similarities stop there because Brazilian history is, you know, has some similarities, but it's also different enough from Hispano-American history to be its own thing and to not be coupled with the rest of Hispano-America. So absolutely, I would say no. Brazilians are not us. They're not nosotros. But that doesn't mean. Sorry. I was going to say real quickly, Denise, you might have been mistaken. What I what I support, even if I don't think Brazil and Haiti are Hispanic, I, I personally believe in third world solidarity, especially in the Western Hemisphere against the United States, because I think it benefits Haiti, Brazil, and the rest of the Spanish-speaking world to have a united economic front on some level um, against America, because if we don't, then America is just going to completely rule over us. Does that do you understand Call that better? <laughs> I understand what you guys are saying. My my point is that you know Klaus came to try to save uh, face after there was a display here on how Brotep 
should not be a part of like our conversations. And however, let me tell you something. <laughs> Brotep is not uh, part of, and, and his people are not part of the Hispano America the same way I'm not a Hispan, uh, Hispana. The same way Brazilians are not, the same way Puerto Ricans are not Hispanos. We're Latinos. And no, see, that's where we disagree. But it's, that's what, exactly, but that's that's the problem. Uh but just because Brotep's Haitian, Haitian doesn't mean I won't talk to him. No, no, like, no. I'll have a no, conversation. No, I understand that. But the thing is, like, Haitians are part of Latin America. Sure. Uh, so are the Quebecois as well. Brazilians, I mean, should we allow the Quebec people Brazilians, to be in, in the strictest sense of the word? Brazilians, yes. Brazilians are also Latinos. What about Quebecois people? Now, let are me they finish. Latino? Let me finish. It's, it's Quebecois. Let, me, let Quebecois. me finish. Let me finish. The problem with the Hispano term is that. It really excludes and is divisive because it excludes people from actually form an alliance. And it's not necessarily something that will benefit us in the long run. Why shouldn't we just identify now, as humans? We can just now, let everyone. Yeah, this is such a. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, with that being said, what I stated before that you agree with me, Guillermo, is that the Caribbean Latinos should unite and form their own small empire, the same with Central America and Mexico and South America. Now, those countries that you guys claim are not the same need to form a part of that simply because they're a part of us. So, like I said, we need to start making alliances with our neighbors instead of creating walls and calling them something different when they have been here witnessing and experiencing the same bullshit we have. This is a false dichotomy. Just, just, just because I can be selective and exclusive about who is "quote unquote" my people and who's not who's doesn't mean group? I'm not gonna yeah. doesn't mean I'm not gonna make alliances with the other group. And also, yeah. let, let me put it and to you I this way. A question, though. All right, go, yeah? go, ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, Klaus. No, I was gonna say something stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Look, uh, each of you, Guillermo and Klaus, you, you each have um, at least some, even if it's minuscule, some African admixture. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I come I, from I, slaves. I know. I know. I, I have. Okay. So you said there were two different sets of slavery. When did the two, like, to result in and who I'm speaking with today? right when did that mix occur like uh, I'm, I'm trying to understand here so did you um are you the result of you know some some people or like a guy who who comes from the hispanicized slavery and then met, met, so, met a girl who came from the african slavery like so my, I, I, my uh, slavery um the, so i'm 1.6 percent black on my 23 and me but from what i have checked based on my genealogy records is during the 1600s i had an african slave probably from ghana and he um essentially came, you know he was brought to colombia and Cali you had a slave well i didn't but my family <laughs> did my family had a slave he was in so Cali, Colombia. Very, very in interesting slip of the tongue there. Okay, oh, come on, I was joking. Oh, <laughs> anyway, in Cali, there was this slave, right? We'll call yeah. him uh, Guillermo the slave. And Guillermo, mm -hmm. he um, essentially was a slave for a few years. 
He got his freedom. He married a mestizo woman. And then after many generations, his family were just normal mestizos in the coast. And, coast, and, now, and now the modern descendants are just modern costeños of Colombia. They're triracial. That's just kind of how it worked. That you became free and they mixed with everyone else. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, th this is, um, it seems convenient, but in, li in light of me not having done that much research into it, I'll, I'll yield to your presentation then. Slavery wasn't for life in Colombia. It Wait, just, that's not how it was. So, so are, you, are you assuming that interracial marriages weren't a thing in colonial times? Like with, with no, I didn't, I didn't assume anything. I'm saying okay. like um, the, the presentation that you guys were giving that two distinct systems of slavery existed in Central and South America um, you know, it, it seems rather convenient for you to say, like, okay, we're the result of one system of slavery. That's why we're not like these people over there. Well, that, that's true. That's what it, that's I mean, what it sounds like. imagine oh. if my black ancestor was a slave his entire life, his children were slaves, and then his children were slaves. Like, yeah, they would be a lot different than he's a slave for a few years, he becomes a free man, marries a mestiza, his kids look like anyone else. Yeah, yeah but what, what you're different. describing is indentured servitude. It's not slavery. Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, sure. Okay, so, so, so you're not from slavery. You're from an you're from indentured servitude or. Whatever that I mean, that's still might someone be. grabbed from Africa against their will to go work in another yeah. spot of the world. Yeah. I mean, you okay. know what I mean? Because indentured indentured slavery, there's kind of like a, a there's a contract. You, yeah, exactly. You have to be kind of willing. <laughs> Although to, in like, Rome, to be quote clear, unquote, in be Rome, there were actually Greek people that would sign themselves up for slavery. Now, for a few years guys, and slaves in sorry Rome. to interrupt you on this, but let's go back to the topic. Um, now, within the topic. Why, if you guys romanticize this life, why you guys do not live among the colonial countries or why you guys don't live the colonial life back in your country? Well, I don't know what colonial life means, but I've lived in Colombia most of my life. Mm. And why it's you like came here? for better economic opportunities because my country has a lot of economic issues which you know Guillermo and I can get in a conversation about <laughs> economics that's it yeah, yeah yeah we have seen what's happening in Colombia even right now with the um the taxation that's happening that Duque is trying to implement on the people and the protests yeah. and the riots and people getting killed by the government itself now and I have promoted here on my channel even how to donate and help people in Colombia now my my thing is then why come here to why not try to look for how to survive or make a better life in colonial colombia for me personally i could not find a job that fit my education level and, and amount of training the industry simply isn't there However, my plan is not to live in the U.S. permanently. As a matter of fact, you know, as, as once I'm done studying and gaining the amount of work experience that I need, I actually want to leave to most most possibly Asia, or you know, anywhere around the world, really, because I, my my career kind of lets me go anywhere in the world, so long as I have the right uh, laborial conditions and opportunities. Uh, so why am I not go living in Colombia? Well, I have lived most of my life there. Right now, it's because the economy is just is not accommodating to me. And, however, I do intend to come back 
some years later and invest in my country, invest in my community, that type of thing. And hopefully, you know, I'm also, well, I'm not a teacher, but I'm, I'm in, you know, I, I have some teaching experience. So I also want to, you know, bring some knowledge to underprivileged kids once I'm done, you know, with my career and all that. So the short answer is because my economic opportunities are not in Colombia as of now. So you would agree that colonial life is not something to be romanticized. It's not colonial life. Well, it's American well, colonial according, life and it's not well, according, <laughs> according, even if you disagree with me with the Spain colonial practices, according to Guillermo and to yourself earlier, we're living under the, the American empire. So you guys are also a colony without the citizenship status. You're still a colony. So you're living in colonial times. Yeah, we are definitely under an empire. Exactly. Yeah, so, so under you, an American you colonial no, no, times. But, but still, if like this I said, the most disagree, evil empire ever if you disagree with me, you're still a colony, regardless of you, if you agree of, with me or not. It's just who you belong to. You belong to America. I believe we still belong to Spain. That doesn't mean that we don't belong to another country that is not ours. Now, it's like I said, then, then why if colonial life is still being romanticized by many Hispanos in these YouTube streets, then why they don't go live the colonial life in these colonies and they come to the mainland to actually try to learn something and stay here? Well, because people don't want to be ruled by Spain. It's like, sorry, bud, you're rule. Like if they, someone moves to Mexico because, and because they want to be ruled over by Spain because they love Spain so much. It's like, sorry, Mexico is a colony of America. Like you're not going to live that colonial life because Spain doesn't do this for the most part anymore. There's some colonial outposts in places like North Africa, um, which, you know, that's, that's a whole nother story and it's super complicated, but Spain's pretty much gone. I mean, they're a shadow of what they used to be. They're a liberal European nation welfare state now, and they're reaping all of the benefits that come with being a liberal welfare state. And I, I wish Spain the best of luck. And I hope that they um, fight liberalism, uh, you know, the same way that we're fighting liberalism and we succeed, but you know, Spain is trying to emulate France and other European countries and they're suffering horribly as a result of it. Also, to so, dismantle, dismant Denise, to dismantle your question before, before we continue, there were parts of the uh, the, co the colonies that were much richer than Peninsular Spain itself. New Mexico was actually far more wealthy than... That, that, that's immaterial. What I'm asking is a simple mm. question, and you guys keep expanding and longing it out when it's very simple. Well, well we I'm gave you the short answers. We gave you the short answers, and then we expand on it because having these no, little no, short no, answers... No, no, no. The answer, the question was not answered why well i'll explain why i'm here why this is the thing this is the thing why you guys then don't move because i heard i'll tell you klaus, why. hold on klaus basically gave us his life plan okay now i also gave you my answer now, i told on. you no, why. no hold on hold on hold on now in that life plan i did not heard and brought if you correct me if i'm being deaf or if i have something stuck in my ear or i need to clean the wax out of my ear but, <laughs> not bad. Uh, i did not heard that klaus wanted to go and reunite with his spanish side or his colonizer and embrace them and leave among them well what? can i explain why i'm in the u.s maybe this he wanna he wanna go yeah, to yeah, asians please. But I'll he explain was why I'm in the U.S. I, 
Asian. I literally told you. Sorry, Guillermo. Keep going. I'll talk later. All right. I'm in the U.S. because Pablo Escobar was having some fun in the 90s, basically, right? And that resulted in my parents calling here to America. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm here, I'm at the heart of this evil empire. There's nothing I can really do about it, the fact that I'm here already. So I'm here to, I'm here to plunder. I'm here to loot. I'm here to take what I can economically because... This is an empire that exploits my people regularly, and I'm going to take what I can. And once America finally collapses and goes under, I'm going to definitely move to somewhere that's a lot more hospitable, preferably to Hispano-America. That's my plan. Okay. Then my question would be, then why then contradict, be a walking contradiction, and then glorify colonial years when being a colony has brought you here, and you know that the result oftentimes nine times out of ten is poverty and hunger because again empires are not the same just because it's an empire the ussr rome and america were all three very different empires but they were empires nonetheless empires can have very different natures very different objectives that they're trying to do very different things that they're trying to set out and and complete the ussr china america these are empires that do not act the same and are different in many very unique ways as a result of the unique people that reside there and their unique histories also denise answer your question it, it, I, it, I, it did not hold on klaus again let me let me make the question again let me paraphrase it then if you want to be here to loot the mainland that yes. you believe is looting your country of resources and actual freedom, then why then romanticize the Spanish empire? I don't romanticize it. I'll talk about bad things that happen. I'll talk about good things that happen. I'll talk about atrocities. I am a historian. I have a degree in history and I like to look at things in a nuanced perspective. I don't think it's good to just say this thing was just bad. This thing was just good. I like to look at the good and the bad and that's just how I view it. I like to just view it completely in all its nuances because it's important well, to do so. But you say that, however, yeah, you were saying you were saying that you wanted death to America. That's right. And America has given you good things. And if you're saying no. that if there's good and bad, and there was good and bad in Spain brutalizing and mm-hmm. assaulting our people and destroying our history and erasing them from existence, then there should be something good in American culture. Why you want the death to America? It sounds to me then either you're envious of Americans or you're a walking contradiction. You have I'm to not. That. I mean, America is a net negative. Spain is a net positive. That's your answer. There's well, literally colonial, nothing. Colonial I would like Spain. to hear from Guillermo. There's literally nothing from good from America. I mean, if you can come up with some examples, it's just I see zero redemption in how America started, uh, how it took place. There were some opportunities where they had the right to, they had the ability to correct some of the wrongs they made in the past. You know, maybe if they elected leaders like Huey Long, I think America could have gotten a lot better under leaders like that. But America has just been complete shit from day one. There was just nothing good about it. It was bad for everybody involved, and it's just like. It's just, it's the worst empire that has ever existed. I don't know what to tell you. Um, you know, uh, hatred begets hatred. So I think you'll do the same thing if you have the opportunity. Uh, okay. it, it, it just sounds like it. it. It sounds like it sounds like there's some envy there and some hatred. It, what am I envious of America? I don't know. It just sounds toxic, man. Yeah, there, He's literally American, bro. I mean, I, I hate America. I hate what it does to people. Yeah, I hate what awesome. it's been doing for centuries. I mean, do you like the fact that America's been enslaving black people for 400 years? I don't. 
But also black people are part of America. They build America, by the way. Um, now, I wish they will have more participation in ruling well, one, America. One second. There was a humming there. Who hummed? I don't know. You already know who it is. Yeah. yeah. So, they uh, built, did, like, mm. they exclusively, One second. Yeah, yeah, th that, that's how I felt about what you guys were talking about. But now, when, when my wheelhouse a little bit... But she didn't say exclusively. So why did you throw exclusively in there? So that because you can, that uh, was that's how language works. She said they built America. Not, did right. they say they uh, built? And, and let me let me ask you something. It, it, it sounds did like they, wanted... let me ask you something, Klaus. Yeah. Did they or they did not build America? They helped build America. No, 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 no. Did so white no, people? So no, no, let, let, let them expand. So, so the answer you. is no. Then, let me. Denise, you have to let them expand. Let them. No, but 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 let me ask you something. When you say help. Uh, so basically, you're saying that white people, white slavers, asked them to help them build America. Did they? Ask <laughs> that was did not they the talk, implication did they in went the to Africa and say, "Hey, Negroes, come help yeah. me build America," or they say, "Get in the fuck here, and you're gonna build this motherfucker." Sure, I can rephrase my statement. They mm. were a a uh, a co-contributor in creating America, but the way you the way you phrase it made it seem like without them America would not exist, and Canada's I, up north. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Denise, Denise, no. uh, go ahead, bro, Ted, go ahead. So, Klaus, without the um, contribution of the Af the enslaved Africans here, America would have existed the way it is now. The way it is now, no, that's not my implication. I think I know why do you twist everything I say? Hold on, hold on, dear. What's your implication? Why do you twist everything I say? I didn't twist my, anything. What, what's your, my what's implication your was that there was a there was a contribution from all sides, whether forced or voluntary, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. sorry if I implied that Black Americans were just jolly, you know, willy nilly trying to help America like that. Of course, they were forced into it, but they weren't an exclusive element, right? It wasn't. Or it was they weren't practically even the majority, right? But they did contribute to what America is now. It, but the way I heard Denise say it is, they if it wasn't for them, America would not exist. Period. Now, of course, I did not they, say that. I did not so say if that. I, so the, I, so wait, wait, wait. So the America we know wrong, now. And I okay, apologize. fine, fine, fine. What she says and what you interpret are two very different things. Yeah. So that's and, why and, I misinterpreted and, her, and I apologize. And I'll bite without. Black people, America as we know it now would not exist. I agree. It would not have been yeah, an economic power. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, no, no. Protect, sorry, would what? you say this is fair? I think this is what Klaus meant to say. Klaus, you can correct me at any time if I'm mischaracterizing you. But Absolutely. I think, I think the reason why you made that noise was whenever she said that was because you believe that blacks were a vital role in the antebellum southern slave economy, which, you know, they absolutely were. There's no way you can not, not that. only there. Not but, only but at the same time, black, I think Klaus also involved also. Right, right, right. involved right, also. Right. Bro, tip, real quick. But, but my point is, is that I think Klaus also believes that, like you know, indentured servants from like Europe, especially in the north, um, were also a vital part of America's economy as well. I, at least that's how I'm Absolutely. interpreting it. Absolutely. Yes. 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 No one denied that. No one denied that. I think he kind of thought that Denise said that Denise was implying that like blacks exclusively were like the complete backbone behind it. And yes, but why be, why be triggered? Yeah. Why be triggered by something like that when you know it's because not? She, she didn't say exclusively. I know. I yeah, just, yeah. That's what so, I think. So I, I think why, there's just so a misunderstanding. That is that is my that is my main point. <laughs>
is the I, fact that sorry. no 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 hold on hold on hold on is the fact that when if we don't care so much like you guys claim you don't and i i believe more that guillermo cares less than klaus does but that's just my opinion about what uh that guillermo really does not care about whether we attribute or slander black people he really does not care well, yeah, now, actually, hold on, Klaus. Do not overtalk me, please. Now, with that being said, if you did not care, you would have stayed like Guillermo. Guillermo really did not care. He he did not give a flying fuck about my commentary. True. No, um, I, whenever now, I see No, a... no, no. Hold on, hold on. Hold okay. On. What I believe is that in order for us to move forward, and other people, we have to start rejecting the allergy and take some clarity for the allergy that we have to attribute to black people that they work to contribute to this country and build it. What I mean by building is that they were the brick and mortar of the country. I'm not saying they created the currency, they created the constitution, that they established the American empire. I say they built. Okay. okay so it's like the why. same in Puerto Rico with, with how our African and Taino slaves built the country. And from that slavery that we experienced the same way African-Americans did, that slavery created a profit because when you have a company and you don't have to pay the workers, all the gains are for you. That's what happened with slavery for 400 years. True. Now, no, um, now but, hold on. If that doesn't build wealth, then I really do not know where you study economics. Uh, but I will ask for my money back. Wait, give me a minute. So, like, why did I misinterpret your comment? Because I've seen... And I don't know if this is going to sound, I don't know if you don't like this term or whatever, but I've seen people who call themselves hoteps and whatever say that, you know, without black Americans, America would be nothing. Like it would still be like some backwater asshole. They, they are, they are absolutely correct. Okay. That, so that's, that's, I disagree with that oh, notion. So now, right? so now let's, now let's discuss it. No, you understand okay. that when, when you come in with, cause I've been, I've been sitting here listening to your ass when you guys discussed the contributions of Africans here. You seem to relegate it to slave work in the fields or some shit. Do you understand? You, you, the, does, does, Not the, him. does the name Henrietta Lacks mean anything to you? Nope. Do you no. know that modern gyne gynecological practices were first practiced on enslaved African women? Doesn't shock and, me. And, 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 you, and you wouldn't have most of the uh, um, medical industries advancements with uh, in the united states without black people doesn't shock me i i believe you i mean that makes sense it's plausible to me so why is why is it if, whenever if, if, if history so, were so, any different so, they could have i'm sorry what uh, oh are we playing that, that, uh, uh we playing twilight zone parallel dimensions well, well we don't we agree can, on everything we have to because <laughs> if you because you say you know if, well, where else if would, it wasn't black if, people if, it wouldn't have never happened right like history if, would just if if they didn't listen, if they could have gotten it from other other people, why didn't they get it from other people? If they could have gotten it elsewhere, why didn't they get it elsewhere? Because they already had it there. That's my that's my point. You know what I'm saying? So 
if if we assume that American slavery never occurred and some other form here, of indentured servant here, here's the thing, Klaus. If they used other people, right? I would be here saying that those other people that they used to get those advancements, the country wouldn't be shit without those people they used. Okay, so I saying? agree with you. So, 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 we agree so, on that so, point. So, where, so, where is that wrong when I say that without the people they used, right, that they exploited? You see, you seem to have no problem admitting when your people are being exploited. Yes, the Indio and and uh, mestizo and things like that. Well, I don't put them in racialized terms. Whatever terms in which you put them, you have no conflict in saying that they they've been exploited and are be, being exploited. Yeah, I would say more the term "played" because "exploited" makes us feel like victims. Whatever term really you like want to use, that's semantics. Whatever. Okay. Why, why not extend that same charity towards the other group? Because the, when I when I when I hear these phrases like you know black people build America, I get this image that they that w without them specifically, if history had turned out any different, America would just simply not be anywhere near as powerful as it is. And I just now what, what now they, let me, what, once, now let me, let me, let me one second one second one second what they say you, what go. they say yeah what they say and what you hear because you're triggered are two very different things. You good, Denise? I'm gonna say two things first. I I understand that you have a, a dislike for American people. And yep. I want to believe that you're including a group of people that were kidnapped uh, to be here in the U.S. in that group, which are African-Americans. They were literally kidnapped and trafficked here. And you hate them for that. So... Now, I don't hate them for that. That's... Well, you, basically, you're hating them for that because they can't help but be American. You know, they have no other choice. Now, uh, I got a couple of choices. No, no, well, they now. don't. No, 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 they, they really don't because where they're going to go in Latin America, I don't think they can because, you know, they're not going to be liked. Or they in could Africa, just not, they can, they can reject their Americanism. That's another one. Uh, yeah, where they're going to land. Uh, give me a suggestion where black people can live in peace, the peace they deserve with the equality they deserve and the service rendered pay, being paid that they deserve. Where where they can go and when do you see this happening? Well, that's that's their issue to solve, not mine. But again, exactly. you, can re you can reject no, no, no. Americanism that's in the, the thing. US. No, no you, can, you can also reject it. Now, the thing is like, my thing is, we're all here sucking America's titties. Now, I don't see why if you're sucking from America's titty, but you see that on the other titty, African-Americans are sucking from it and you want to kick them out of the titty, even though you only have one mouth. I don't mean Americanism in that regard, but okay. I don't care now, if black now, people suck on this titty too. No, I, I, it. Suck I on all the titties you want, my black brothers. Exactly. I, and I believe you, Guillermo. Now, the problem with Klaus is that if you, if, if we want to say these things about African-Americans, now you're hating people that cannot help but be American because they were kidnapped and trafficked into being Americans. And what they want is their money for the work they did. They want to get their paycheck because they worked the whole week. 
if we're gonna put it in like a, a an analogy, and they won their check. Yes. Okay, now, go right ahead. Go right ahead with take it. Exactly. I think exactly. I can. <laughs> That's going to collapse now, the economy faster. But this is, but this is the thing. My but this is the I support thing. reparations. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, Klaus. That's to America. That's the thing. That's the thing, Klaus. <laughs> this is the thing, Klaus. Uh, it might be funny to you, and that's okay. Now, the thing is, like, it's really not our place to talk about this because it's the same thing as an African-American trying to tell you how to do your Colombian dream. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of the same thing. And that's what Brotip is telling. It's a double standard. So, like I said, uh, you're saying that they have they can they have a choice to actually do something. Now, Let me see. I want white you to no, I want you to white give me yeah, as a matter of fact, I want to no, I want to give me. Let's money. say for that's example, no, hold on. Let's say for example, yeah. you're you're you wake up today. And you had a Freaky Friday episode, and you you woke up on the body of an African American. Uh, if you want to be free of the American Empire, where would you go? Ghana. The president has already uh, hooked me up. Mm, okay, where would you work in Ghana? Because in Ghana, there's a regulation with real estate. So if if he wants to buy a house, if you want to buy a house, you have to wait several years, almost a decade, I, to actually acquire I, I, real estate. I, I don't mind that. Okay. Hey, if I, if I you really work? hate, where would if you I really work? hate white people in, wait, hold up. If I hate white people in America so goddamn much that I would, you know, risk a, a decade of my life, absolutely. No, they don't absolutely. hate white people. Actually, they oh, whatever actually it is, right? Love whatever, their they American status. Equal, whatever, whatever, right? I, I think there's justified. I think there's totally justified. Did, did you put? Hold on. Did you did you just kind of like equate hating them to? They want to be equal. Uh, those two, yeah. those those no, two weigh, no, those two weigh I, the no. same on the same on the no, same scale. They no, weigh the same. Listen, listen, no, listen to what I'm saying. The words betray you, you them, my friend. Whether you hate them or you want to be equal to them or this whatever, like for whatever re or you, what? Sorry, hold up. Whether you hate them or want to be equal to them, but think it's not going to work out to whatever, whatever, whatever. There's a bunch of reasons why some Black Americans would say, "I simply cannot live among white people." Right now, for whatever but let reason. Me, now, let me tell you something. When you say Ghana, uh, where would you work and where would you get money from? Well, again, if I really wanted to make the choice to where, you know, economic matters are secondary, I would work anywhere in whatever uh, job. How, but, but, but how? Because in Ghana, the last time I checked, Ghanaians are coming to the U.S. because of the lack of jobs. So, okay, I, that's I, I what... Send you I send you a private uh, a link in the private chat. If what you're talking uh, about is the year of return, let me clarify you on that. The year of return actually does not. Okay, you're talking about the year of return. Let me show people so they can see, and I will explain what Klaus does not understand about uh, year of return. Because he thinks this is a program that will pay for their expenses or give them a job or something. This is Ghana that's saying to black Americans, come home, we'll help you build a life here. Now, I want you guys to see the life that they say they will help you build here in Ghana. Uh, look at the life that Ghanaians are living. They're balling, right? There's, they're bowling so much that they're willing to give you money, you know? This is a port where you go and you park your yacht, your luxurious yacht, 
and you know you can see the dolphins and have some wine by the sea this Denise. is the life no hold on this is the life that klaus is telling african-americans that were kidnapped and trafficked into the u.s to go and claim now this program the year of return I'm, I want to clarify this because I've heard many people like yourself, Klaus, glorifying this. Uh, let me explain this so that people can understand. The Year of Return program does not guarantee any African-American money or land. It's just a program to lure people to pay taxes in Ghana. Let's fact check this. This was published in 2020 because of the older African-Americans that actually had that sentiment that they do not care about America and wanted to go to Ghana. And they started having a lot of roadblocks. Now it says, fact check, Ghana is not offering money or land to lure black Americans. Now let's, let's hear. Ghana in a pitch to black Americans offers money and land to Americans to escape deadly racism. It says an article appearing in the online publication popular, popular superstar says Ghana is offering black Americans land and money to Americans to avoid deadly racism. Ga uh, Ghana located in an area once known as the gold coast of Africa was the hub of the transatlantic slave trade and the departure point for slaves bound for Africa. Last year, Ghana declared the year of return to appeal to black Americans to visit Ghana and become acquainted with the continent of their forefathers. Barbara Oten Gyasi, the Minister of Tourism, Arts and Culture said the program was a boon to the economy and to the effort to boost Ghana's tourism industry. The BBC reported, <laughs> no pun intended, no pun intended, reported Ghana attracted a number of celebrities in 2019, including model Naomi Campbell, actor Idris Elba, and comedian Steve Harvey, and American rapper Cardi B. Now, as you can see, right, because it's, it's an extensive uh, document, a lot of African-Americans decided to go over there. And I'm talking about thousands. Went over there thinking that they were going to get the whole um, land and a job so that they could start their lives because they really do not care about America that much. It's not even that deep. And when they went over there, they realized that Ghanaians only wanted more tourism and more yeah. taxpayers. They did yeah. not care about African-Americans escaping racism. So let me ask you the question again, Klaus. If you are waking up today after your Freaky Friday episode and you wake up today as an African-American, where would you go? What's your plan? Oh, I'd still go to Ghana. I mean, again, if I really, again, if I really wanted to escape white people, why would I just, why would I just not go to Africa? My economic condition is going to be uh, worse off. Yeah, they're going to be a lot worse off. Under what conditions would you go to Ghana? Under which conditions? Like, explain, you know, um, basically paint the picture for me. How do you go to Ghana? All right, so Ghana specifically, so I would, you know, I would make contacts. I would, you know, look up what the labor market is like. I would see what job I would be able to land. 
obviously this is a process that takes some time, right? It might take a right. couple of years actually, right? So yeah. I'm gonna have to start saving up here in the a decade US. even a decade even. That yeah, it might even be a decade. But again, if Cause, I because really... I mean I mean in this in this hypothetical scenario, you're wearing my uniform, but this happens to be my plan. I'm actually looking into Kenya, Ghana, and Gabon. All right, because right now, one one of you, I don't know if it was Guillermo or you, you said something earlier. You you made a comparative, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, like like an as with South America and Africa in terms of people's uh, leaders selling out. You're not completely right, but you're not completely wrong. That was, either. That was not me. Just want to make that, that clear. All right, so that's Cla Cla Guillermo doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, I literally uh, don't care. Yeah. So Klaus, they're not the same thing. That's apples and oranges. Right now in Africa, we are. I'm saying that as a di uh, um, in diasporatic terms, right? So I'm not. Yeah. I'm not there, yeah, yeah. right? But but we are actually fighting the Chinese. There's something called, um, at least some people call it, the mine wars going on over there, where yep. Chinese Chinese are trying. Oh, you you've heard of this? Well, we're reclaiming our mines from the Chinese. All right, so. We do have corruption, just like in Haiti, we do have corruption, but we're fighting that shit. And, you know, the Chinese are coming in there and they're practicing, they're taking lessons from, I don't know who they think they're taking lessons from, but they're coming in there and they're making barbershops and they're putting no blacks allowed. They think it's Jim Crow, you know, 3.0. You, you well, yeah, that's saying? how the Chinese are. They're they're forming a new empire, and uh, yeah, it's going to be brutal as fuck. And yeah, oh, no, 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 it's yeah, not. Well, it's it's going to happen somewhere else. It's not going to happen in Africa, because when they did that, every time they did that shit, and even now one African came by and walked by and saw that shit, they got booted the fuck up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Okay, good for you. All right, so we're fighting that stuff, and you good know, luck. for for pe people like Chavez or on your side, you know. I applaud them for, if you guys believe that he was fighting it because I believe he was fighting it. I mean, so, Chavez I, was so incompetent, but I understand. Uh, this. I yeah, but but but, but the the uh, the intentions are what matters. Yes, I think yeah, he was a good yeah. guy intentionally. He just wasn't good at statescraft. But yes, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I applaud that. I applaud that, and I like it. As far as you, Klaus, being in my uniform and taking this hypothetical trip to Africa, what I would impart to the fictionalized you is that Africa, right now, and it's not me saying it, if you look up uh, Fortune 500, look up Forbes.com, they're saying Africa is the new Wild West. People are, are, are investing in trucks and tractors and mopeds and all kinds of stuff, and they're going to Africa to start businesses, all right? Um, moped businesses are, are the big thing over there, communications and uh, transportation. Those are the two main things because it, it's so it's so vast and people don't understand how much land is there. That's why, you know, these African-Americans were duped into thinking, oh, we're going to get free land, which I have a bone to pick with African-Americans for being lured by free shit anyway. Why the fuck would you want free shit? <laughs> I don't blame him for wanting free shit. I'll side with the black Americans. Here. No, no, I, I don't believe in free shit. It, like, yeah, I'm going to side with Hotep on this one. I'm the evil communist here, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so the thing is, you you want to just like, I mean, I guess I'm giving you my plan, so I'll, I'll probably stop short. But you want to do preliminary work before you just get up and say, you know, uh, I'm gonna go to Africa. Like that's that's not a thing. You you gotta have a plan. 
right so two two okay, main but the things goal is, the goal is still africa so yeah i would well, obviously well, not and, and it would get not plain the, the way the, the the other thing that i disagree with you on is i don't hate white people i don't hate hispanics for that matter as well right african americans don't hate white people most african americans if you, if you meet them you know they got white friends even right it's it's the oppressive system that they have a problem with you don't believe there's an oppressive an oppressive system but what they see as an oppressive system that's what i have a problem with so it's not like they hate oh if you want to get away from white okay, people so fine. Bad, that's not white no people. no that's not that's not a thing that, like if you want to make your fortune and, and the thing is it's really up to the individual to decide or whatnot but we don't hate white people all right, fine. You, you, yeah. the system, now, whatever. Same now, thing. You still have to like the the implication there was that now you, you want to move out to escape the system, the people, whatever it is, right? Well, now, the, one thing after Brotep goes, I want to go back to our topic because okay. I agree also with Guillermo. Black people should not look to people like me. He said for advice on their own internal affairs. Therefore, either Klaus. Or to you either. I'm not them and they're not me. If they want reparations, they should fight for it. I don't care. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, uh, it, yeah, it's a collective that we're not a part of. We, yeah. the ones that- Have I told black people what to do? Well, you're telling them to go to Ghana. No, I said, if you want to escape, no, 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 no. See, you're twisting my words here. See, I'm noticing a pattern here. You said, you said, picture yourself in the eyes of an African-American. Right, that's what you said. You didn't. You didn't tell me, hey, Klaus, what do you want the the, the black? Okay, Americans? okay. Said, rewind a little bit more the conversation. I think, I think for, if, you, I think, if we rewind the conversation, uh, when we were talking still about Latinos, and people in the chat can correct me if I'm wrong, and even Brotep or even Guillermo, uh, if we rewind the conversation even further, when I mentioned something about how black people uh, build this country you out of everybody in this panel and there's uh, three other people were the only one that was triggered about it and then yeah. you said if black people uh feel a certain type of way they should do this this and that before i even ask you what would be your plan if you're in their shoes yeah you were if, the one who mentioned if, no 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 no. i if, asked you after you no no you gave them a suggestion before i even ask you where would you go because i wanted On i was conditional curious. On no, because, because before I even ask you if you were them, you suggested that they should renounce to their American citizenship and go away. And I ask you if you were to wake up as an African-American today and there was a Freaky Friday episode, where would you go? And then that's how we got in that conversation. Now, I want to concentrate today, and at least in my channel, in Latino affairs from time to time yes you guys do know i am pro black and brown unity but this is not the topic today today we're talking about the lie that latinos have believed so i'm gonna let bro uh finish his point on what he was saying about you know african americans and their plight and we're gonna move back to the subject now, yeah, go on. yeah I, I won't be long, but I did want to ask, uh, which one of you said reparations? Was it you, Guillermo, or Klaus? I think I did, but yeah, yeah, I did. When you say reparations, can you let me know what that means? Is, is it like money for slavery? 
Yeah, money for descendants of slavery in America. Yeah. Okay. Um, or whatever you, it is that you feel is you know fair for compensation, some sort of compensation. You know, like um, you know, it's argued that more is owed to African Americans for the years after slavery than is owed for you know their actual enslavement, right? I've All heard arguments both ways. It doesn't matter much to me. You guys, if you want okay. your money, go get it. Go take it from white people. I don't care. We, yeah. We listen. If, if it were me. I wouldn't want the money. You know what I'd want? As an African American, I would I would want the inquiry into like an honest inquiry by another by an independent party into the US patent system. Right? And all those business logs to give all the because money, you know, that shit's gonna come and go. But I want them patents. I want the patents. All the fucking fried chicken, all the liquor, all the fucking things that were invented by African-Americans and were not patented by African-Americans because they were owned as slaves. Okay. I want all that shit. They could keep the money. If it was me, they could keep the money. I want the things that can make money. That, that's, okay. that's, and, and the second thing is get, get us out of those contracts for the NBA, right? The, all those musicians. I want the things that make the money. Sure, you, could keep, yeah. you could keep your, your worthless dollar that ain't backed up by shit. Fuck you. Keep all that. Give us the things that make the money. So LeBron and all these people, let them out of their contracts so, that, so they can start their own league in Gabon. Uh, uh, the people who hold Prince's rights to, to the thousands of songs, y'all don't understand how, how Prince rolled. Prince created thousands of songs. Yeah, he was a good all artist. The, all great the, artist. All, yeah, all the rights to that shit, Michael Jackson, all these people. That that have resulted in trillions upon trillions of dollars, right? Give us the rights back, divvy it up among you know uh, among African Americans. If the family doesn't want the uh, well, of course they'd want it. Um, if if there aren't any family estates for most of these uh, um, mo most of the people who have passed away and left all those things behind, we want them. Go uh, right I'm, ahead. I'm, go yeah, right don't ahead. take it from no, my. I'm, 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 I'm not opposing you. I'm not opposing you. Yeah, uh, I think is, my question for you real quick is how do you just real quick without getting too much into details? Do you think that there should be like a like a violent revolution? Do you think you should beg Joe Biden to give it to you? Like, how do you uh, see no black Americans getting it? No, no one's begging for anything. But at the same time, we, but you understand uh, there's a lot of black voters that right, but Democrat you know, and they think they're going to actually get these sorts of things when they vote. And like the two party systems of fraud, like you get that right, bro. Tip? Okay, you're 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 rather extreme. I did you look. I did. No. I did used to believe in and and um the positions that you hold that, <laughs> but but I don't know. It 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 seems rather extreme. Really violent. But it's but it's but it's the same. If you think about it, Guillermo, is the same thing that can be said for places like my island, Puerto Rico, or mm. even Mexico or Colombia. Why we keep voting for the same corrupted people and we never vote for yeah. independent people that runs? You know, it's the same thing. Um, well, democracy is, is a sham to me. I don't think it should be. The thing that, like, it was the worst thing that ever happened to us. That's uh, my opinion. But, but that's Absolutely. the thing. But, but, but let me tell you something. We don't live, we never experienced democracy. Japanese people did. Uh, if you look into Roosevelt's uh, implementing a democracy and rebuilding Germany and Japan, that was the vision that he had before he passed away for America. America does not have a democracy. Uh, that's a lie. And in the West, mm. I don't know, uh, other than England, 
and just for British or people that are living in um, in in England, actually, I don't I don't see them as a democratic country. Japan is a democratic country. I don't see Japan as a country I want to no. emulate. These people are cucks, in my no, opinion. Also, I, I they're completely owned by the on, U.S. What do you on, mean democracy? Hold yeah, hold they're on, they're a on. vassal state of America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, like I said, the only place that I can think of of a democracy that it's more similar to us, but better is Japan. Now there's other places like Denmark, like New Zealand, like Australia, where even the democracy forces you to enforce your vote. There's different ways of democracy. Just because America is the shittiest way of how democracy can be, um, you, you can know, talk to Europeans and people from these countries. They hate parliamentary democracy on a quite similar level that we hate democracy uh, here. Most no, people do you think the Japanese no, would on, vote on, against on, American on, bases with the government Denmark, implement hold that? On, hold on. Denmark and Japan do not hate their government. Yeah, a lot United. of them do. <laughs> no, the majority don't. Uh, you their suicide okay. rates are no, no, off the charts. I'm not even, I'm not even Why are they killing themselves? Research, and no, no, that's for different reasons. Again, again, again. Don't believe me. I could lie, you could lie. I'm I'm telling people. I'm that saying suicide rates us, don't lie. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. The suicide rates come from cultural reasons. It's not because of the democracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, we, you can't if we look at that, yeah. then then we can we have to say, damn, America is a dictatorship because you know there's so many people doing crack. There's so many people taking opioids. America you know? is a horrible authoritarian country. You know, yeah, I mean that's it, the reality. It is. It is, a, it is a tyranny and an oligarchy. Now we don't live under communism, which is what people will say given our results. Now, I'm about to uh, close this, so I want you guys' closing statements. Now, during the closing statements, I will give everybody two minutes to actually express themselves. And I'm going to put us in the backstage. You're only going to be here with me. I'm going to be quiet. And I want to hear your final thoughts. After the two minutes, I will mute you and put somebody else. But before we do that, I want to hear Jose's final thoughts. And I will give him an extra minute because he has been here long. And even though he doesn't have a disagreement necessarily, um, we have not given the space to talk. So I'm going to put everybody backstage. But I will uh, stay here because I will give you your two minutes for your closing statements. I, I, I yield. I yield my my two minutes to Jose. He, okay. he hasn't. He, he hasn't been able to talk at all. <laughs> okay, bro. Then right. I'll I'll give him five. Okay, I will put everybody backstage and I will put Jose on. Now, Jose, how are you doing? Okay, I actually, you know, it's a very interesting dis you know, whole set of discussions. Actually, I was just looking into Google. Uh, regarding the difference between Hispanic and Latino, because I think the problem is we don't have a clear understanding what you know what is Hispanic and what is Latino, and sometimes we use the two terms as synonyms, and they're not. But I'm not going to because I don't. But I'm not going to share. I'm going to share for another time. Um, I think the fact of the matter is you do have certain people that have this. Um, you know, saturation love for Spain um, to the to the detriment of their own people. Um, the fact of the matter is, we are a multicultural group. Um, 
and that um, I find it interesting too that when when you mentioned that how African Americans play a huge role in this country, some people got a little bit upset. Some people cannot hear the deal with the truth, and and the fact of the matter is, these people they were deprived of their identity for centuries. So therefore, it's kind of hard for them to renounce their US citizenship and then trying to find another country to live in since their culture has been stricken from them, okay? Um, again, I thank you, you know, for allowing me to say my two words, um, but just basically the difference between Hispanic and Latino is the following. Hispanic usually refers to a people with a Spanish language background. Latino is typically used to identify people here from Latin American countries. That's the difference. So if we're gonna use the term Latino or Hispano, we need to have a clear definition of what, what is each term is. And that's all I'm gonna say. I have a lot of I have a lot of points, but you know the fact. You know. Oh yeah, I know, I know. But it's um, okay. But it's you know okay. what, Jose? I'm gonna make a part two um, about this because it's gonna be a, an ongoing series. Um, now, part two, I will let you in early, so that you know you can so write down write down those uh, points that you want to bring. And mm -hmm. you will discuss them just like we're discussing one-on-one -on -one right now um, so that you can bring your points because I do want to hear your point of view on this one. It's just, you know, our time is limited. And, you know, I like to keep the streams shorter. I understand. I understand that. And, you know, I, 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 and forgive me for saying this, mm -hmm. but it seems hypocritical for a person that hates a country so much they get the benefits from this country. Yes, I, I agree with that. Okay. Now, I know I'm going to get some heat for saying that, but you know what? So be it. If you hate this country so much, leave. No one is obligating you to stay in a country that you hate so much. Has this country done a lot of wrong? Yes. No one can deny Absolutely. It. Absolutely. But if you hate the country so much, do us all a favor and leave and see if you can take advantage of some of the stuff that you take advantage of. In other countries. That's all I got to say on it. Thank you. Allow me to say my two cents. If I seem confrontational, I apologize. I'm just simply stating. <laughs> no, no, no. We, I believe in you know freedom of speech. That's why I allow all the trolling, the commentary. People were supposed to go all out today, you know, um, and I allow people to like come here and express their opinion, and I respect their opinions. As a matter of fact, I respect the two pro-Hispanos that I have here today. And I don't want to change their mindset. As a matter of fact, I want them to live up to what they uh, believe in. And mm -hmm. like I said, I, I support them. I hope they're blessed in their endeavors. And I do not wish them any ill. Now, I want to thank you, Jose. I'm going to put you in the backstage. Okay, I'm um, going to leave. So um, all I got to say is, please be safe, everybody. And the reason why I say it is not because I'm being nice. It's just the fact that the matter is, unfortunately, we live in a society where people are killed just because that they're different. That is absolutely true. 
That is okay, absolutely so true. So that's have a nice said, one. Please have be a safe. Nice one. Take care. No be problem. Right. Now I'm gonna bring Klaus in. Klaus, right, you put, have put, two put, minutes. Put, put, put Guillermo. Put Guillermo. I'll come later. No, it's it's one at a time. All so right, you sure. have two minutes. It's right now 7.10 where I'm at. I'm going to let you right. talk till 7.12. So you have two minutes. Go ahead. All right. So obviously there seems to be a bit of a confusion here between what is Hispano and the Latino. So we're going to have to hash that out a little bit more. I really only came to the stream because Guillermo basically posted it. So I thought, oh, I thought he was streaming. And then turns out oh, that wasn't the case. Uh, this might be possibly my last time speaking uh i guess what you would call afrocentric people because uh, at this point this conversation is going nowhere you know i'm wasting my time and my energy uh engaging in an endeavor that is not really fruitful so i'm just gonna basically do my own thing stay the course um you know if it doesn't work out well you know it's bad for me but you know it's, it's just what it is you know can't say i didn't try I'm sorry um, to interrupt you real quick. I'll give you extra 30 seconds. But you're saying basically that uh, Latinos, like myself, are Afrocentric for calling themselves Latino? No, that's not what I meant. I meant anyone um, who is Afrocentric. What or, is Afrocentric? Because uh, places, I'm, I'm, places the race above their ethnicity. I don't get it. What, what about who the is stream? More proud, what about the who stream? Is, what about this stream was Afrocentric? Uh, remind, refresh my mind because I, uh, I don't. First understand. of all, first of all, let me. No, so I was talking to people more like brought up in general. But what I what I mean by Afrocentric is someone who puts being black above being Hispanic. For me, it's being Hispanic first. Well, uh, to, to, well, actually, it should be Catholic first, then Hispanic, then. then oh, so people that are not Catholic are not Hispanic. and are not Hispanic. Well, yeah, pretty much. I, that's kind of how I view it as okay, well. Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. Continue. No, that's it. That's all my all I wanted to say, really. Thank okay, you for inviting me. Thank you very much for joining. Um, now I'm going to uh <laughs> Brotep said he means bro tap. I'm gonna put you backstage and I'm gonna allow Guillermo to come for his final thoughts. Now, Guillermo, um, thank you for joining. Now, your final thoughts uh <laughs> on today's topic. Um, you have two minutes. It's right now 7.12. You have till 7.14. Okay, perfect. Democracy elects men totally lacking in scruples, without any morals. It elects and attracts inherently parasitic people, magicians, charlatans, demagogues. These are the people who will excel in their fields during the electoral campaign. Democracy destroys the unity of the Hispano people, dividing it among political parties, making Hispanos hate one another, and thus exposing a divided people to the united congregation of gringo power at a difficult time in our people's history. This argument alone is so persuasive as to warrant the discarding of democracy in favor of anything that would ensure our unity, or life itself. This unity means death. Nothing frightens the gringo more than a perfect unity in ourselves, the unity of feeling in a movement in a people. That is why the gringo elites will always be for democracy, which has but one advantage, and that one for the people's enemy. For democracy inherently will break up the unity and spirit of a people. Democracy serves big businesses because of the expensive competitor, competitive character of the multi-party system. Democracy requires ample funds. It therefore naturally becomes the servant of the big international gringo financiers 
who enslave her by paying her. In this manner, our fate is placed in the hands of a clique of bankers, media owners, academic institutions, and the U.S. military. We have one choice, whether you like this, you know, our past of New Spain, whether you hate it, that's beside the point. We are more alike the Spanish-speaking world than we are uh, different from all the other peoples of the world. And if we don't come together and have some sort of pan-Latin America bloc, some sort of economic unity and military unity, we are going to constantly be messed with by the Americans, by the U.S. empire, the Russian empire, and the Chinese empire, and what else forms afterwards. So my parting words for here, for everybody here is, unite or die. Okay, thank you very much, Guillermo. Thank you for joining the stream. Um, have a good night. Now, whew. thanks everybody uh, for joining today. Um, I know that, you know, a few times we were off topic or, you know, but basically I want to thank everybody that show up today. Like I said, I know there's so much to discuss about this and I'm going to make a part two. Uh, it's going to air next week. So, you know, be in the lookout for that. Like I said, subscribe to my channel um, and hit that bell for notifications. Also, remember, today marks my first month on YouTube and I'm doing a giveaway. The instructions, in case you missed them, are very simple. You have to follow me on YouTube, follow me on Instagram, look for the thumbnail for this video, like it on Instagram, and tag three friends. And you'll be participating in the giveaway of a $50 gift card that I will send to the winner. I will announce the winner on the next stream of this same topic next Thursday. So make sure um, you do uh, follow me on both platforms if you want to participate. If you um, want to see the rules again, they will be in the description below. Now, um, like I said, I appreciate everybody that comes here. And this is just a, a token of appreciation for you guys sticking with me and going through my uh, content for a whole month. And no, if you disagree with me, you can still participate. I will not uh be petty or grimy as long as you follow the rules you're in uh and if you comply with you know the requirements there's no problem you don't need to purchase anything it's just like i said a simple like uh follow and tag three of your friends on this thumbnail in my instagram i will leave my instagram also in the description below but for those of you that are watching me live uh, my Instagram right now is on the screen. Um, so my final thoughts on this topic are you guys can make your own opinions. I respect everybody for having their own. However, make no mistake. Um, we have been lied to for so long. And as you guys can see, many Latinos today still believe that the problem is the United States of America, because that's unfortunately what the ruling class has told us for many, 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 many years. And even though the United States have had some gains out of us because 
you know, they have taken a lot of resources, kills a lot of our people and destabilize our countries. The person opening the door and cashing a commission is our own ruling class. And this ruling class are able to do that with so much disregard for our lives and our um, communities because they are not a part of our communities. You guys have seen the thoughts and the sentiment among what I call Hispanos, and I don't agree with them. I respect their opinion, but I do not agree with them. I don't consider myself Hispana, and there's a reason why they call themselves Hispanos. Now, with that being said, um, I want you guys to research what I've stated here. Do not just believe what I say. I want this week to be, for you guys, a research week where you guys can look up if what I'm saying is true, look up where the people that have ruled us come from, look up their history, look up where they come from, the things that they have done to our people. How many people have died as a resort, as a result of that? How many times they have allowed the U.S. to come in and destabilize our countries? And we will discuss further what can we do in real time to actually overcome and I don't believe we have to go and start shooting people or I don't believe that we should, uh, you know, enjoy the death of the American empire because there are good people here in the Americans that in, in the United States of America that actually are good people and they enjoy their life. And I don't believe that they are fault of what's happening to us. Now, I do hope that if you take something is that you have the sentiment of holding responsible those that are responsible, which is our ruling class. And we will discuss it next week. If you have any disagreements, if you have some agreements, bring them on. If you have any questions, bring them on. Um, I will do a part two next week, the same uh, Thursday that I will announce the winner of the giveaway. Um, so like I said, guys, um, formulate your own opinion. I don't want to force anybody to think any specific way, but if you have any comments or questions for next week that you want me to go over, you can also comment below and let me know what you want me to go over or what are your thoughts on something that I say, and then bring the disagreement next week. And like I said, I don't know if Brotep is having a life after me. I believe he is. Uh, the link is in the chat room. Um, so for those of you guys that want to continue the conversation or you guys want to stay entertained, today is the weekend. Today is a day of celebration. Um, Brotep has cool lives with me. And you guys know myself go over there all the time because this content is really cool. So uh, if you're interested on in staying entertained, let's go over there to his channel and share our thoughts and have fun. I see that Wendell um, is here. Hi, what's up, Wendell? It's nice to see you. Um, now you guys know how we do it here. Um, hope you have you guys have an amazing weekend. Thank you for sticking by me again sticking with me. I'm sorry. And thank you for supporting my channel. Uh, now we're going to end this and I hope I see you guys at Bro Taps. Have a good night. Peace.